Sup guys, it's Kevin from the Get Alive Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch. As usual, I am joined by Bish. Hello. Joe. It's a misunderstanding, we shouldn't be here. <laughs> and lastly, Jordan. What's up, guys? Uh, fun fact, Jordan is actually replacing Joe, so that's why Joe's not supposed to be here, but he's coming in. Whoa, really? You aren't supposed to tell him that. No one knows, no Bish. one knows yet. Too soon. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm currently but... being trapped in a remote area in the UK. Please send help. Never. Please, please send um, Timbit. <laughs> Little bit. Little bit. Anyways, for those of you who uh, don't know much about the Nintendo Switch, it is Nintendo's seventh major uh, video game console home console that is uh, and it is a new hybrid console combining features of home and mobile platforms and it released on the 3rd of march 2017 so at the time of this recording it's been what just over a month about a month and a week since the switch has launched so you may be wondering you know why are we doing this and why are we doing this now right well the the question is why would you not do this right it's a product from nintendo right it is the nintendo switch and it's a major release right and it will undoubtedly affect the industry, and a lot of people are going out to buy it, so we just cannot not cover it, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Wii U, and to a certain extent the Wii, a lot of people in the gaming community, uh, both core and casual, including myself, I can speak for myself, I think that everyone here as well, uh, was kind of skeptical about Nintendo after um, the blunders of the Wii U. Now, as interesting as it was, it's an objective fact that it didn't do well. So we want to talk about um, the Switch and everything leading up to it and the launch. Mm. So without further ado, before we get into the discussion itself, Bish? For you new folks, Get Live Podcast is a monthly gaming discussion podcast on the Get Live group. We talk about a bunch of games, including AAA titles, all the way to the awesome indie games. But our forte is Japanese games, so expect that a lot. We will be talking about a lot of Japanese games in the future will be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Remember, if you want to join in on the fun, you can follow us on Twitter, at GetAlifePodcast, that's one word, or on our newly designed website, GetAlifePodcast.com. If you go on our website, there'll be reviews, there's going to be, um, you can find all of our links there, and all of our Kunai stuff as well, if you want to check out Kunai. Um, additionally, if you really like our content, and you're like, ooh, I really want to support you guys, I want to make sure you make more awesome content, then you can support us by checking out our sponsors, Loot Crate. So if you go to lootcrate.com forward slash get a life, sign up for yourself on your Loot Crate. That was going to support us a lot. Thank you very much for that. And Kevin? All right, guys. So as I said, uh, one of the things that really, or yeah, one of the things that really affected the way that Nintendo approached the Switch and that the community as a whole approaches and views the Switch were the previous consoles, right? Which were the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah. And as we all know, it's common knowledge that um, the Wii was initially successful, right? But overall, they kind of left a bad taste in everyone's mouth uh, by the end of their life cycles, right? So I just want to talk about um, what are your thoughts on those consoles, right? Do you own them? Do you play on them? And like, why were they failures more specifically? Okay, um, I want to jump in straight to that. I'm, I'm a person that I was a big fan of the Wii. Um, I think that after the PlayStation 2 era, the Wii was the first console that I got before PS3 or Xbox 360, and I still own the Wii. I don't own a Wii U, but I'll talk about um, why I don't own a Wii U and why I thought that was a failure. I think for me, there was a lot of confusion with the Wii U and about like 
I thought it was kind of like an accessory. I thought, okay, it was just it's a, just a screen for the Wii. I don't need that. Kind of like Wii Motion Plus. I don't need that to play games, right? Mm. Um, and I think it, it was potentially a lot of people in the UK or around the world also felt the same way. So I think the marketing was a big issue with the Wii U. It, it, people just were confused. They were like, is this a new console? Is this just an expansion pack? Or what the hell is this? Um, people didn't know exactly what it was, and I felt it was just marketed wrongly. In terms of the Wii, though, I thought it was it was just a great console. And I was I, to me, I don't mm. want to see any faults with it. But there was a lot of problems. There was problems with adding friends. That was a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, friend codes. Um, and to, this friend is the thing. Are the worst. They're still there on the on the Switch. That's another thing. That's something we can talk about. But. I don't know what they're thinking. Nintendo, if you're listening, you need to ditch that system. It's not like... It's not 2007 anymore. Fuck. I mean, Xbox Live was out. It's yeah. weird, man. I don't like, know why. What's this whole friend code thing? I'm not, is it on the DS as well? Maybe or? it's assigned and Nintendo sees yeah. the world as data yeah. on the screen. It's maybe... I don't know what the hell Nintendo were thinking when with this whole friend code thing. It's just very tedious. But it's like, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. But this is like, like the third time no, the Switch No, it's the fourth time. The fourth, the DS, actually, yes. I do have to admit, I was really glad when they were when they moved to Nintendo Network and to the Wii U, they pretty much ditched friend codes. Like, you just add friends and it was a lot more convenient. It's like I'm... But they... But why would they bring them back from the Wii U? Like the, well, they the, said it was temporary. The one thing that was probably they successful said it was temporary until the, the new application comes well, out. Well, but we'll yeah, see about that. They're actually releasing an app yeah, that um, should eliminate hmm. the need for friend codes. <laughs> well, let's hope it comes soon. Right, we'll see how that it's works, still, really. Um, it's still in its infancy this, this, right this now. For me, mm. with the Wii, what I, what I did kind of uh, like about it was... The fact that it was new. Nintendo are very great in terms of innovation. And I know I shit on Nintendo a lot, but they I can't <laughs> I can't stress this enough. When Nintendo does something, a couple of years later, everyone wants to jump on that trend. They're like the old Apple of the industry. Effectively, yes. They 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 introduced the rumble packs in I think in the N sixty four. And now they're everywhere in, in uh in consoles. They introduced analog sticks and now they're everywhere. Um they introduced shoulder buttons on the SNES. Um, they introduced motion, and you know the Kinect has that now. The um, PlayStation VR has that shit. So it's they they are basically they're basically innovators. And I don't I don't know maybe the Wii U wasn't really an innovation to me. It was just like it okay. was elaborating. It, it feels like a prototype. Try to do something different at the same time, but it effectively it fa- ultimately failed. Yeah. Although I yeah. do I do like how you were able to use the same sort of accessories. Like I was still able to use the um, the Wiimotes and the nunchucks and the Pro controllers a- and things like that. I thought that was cool. Oh no, that was very helpful because like at that time, I it was very hard to like pay for all those like controllers and accessories. Mm. So it was good that I could just use my like my yeah. old Wii peripherals and my my Wii remotes and but stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I see what you guys mean, but I have to disagree. I mean, it's yeah, it's certainly helpful that you know you don't have to buy all of that shit again. You know, it's like. A- transitioning from PS3 to PS4 or an Xbox 360 to an Xbox One, but like you said, Bish, right, uh, marketing was friggin' terrible with the Wii U and to a certain extent with other platforms as well, because, you know, some guy at Nintendo said that new Nintendo 3DS was a good was a good name, right, but alas, if you think about it, I think that the fact that the Wii U could use the Wii remotes is actually detrimental, because it just only adds to the confusion, right? People are like, oh, this is just a tap... The tablet's an add-on or something, right? So casual 
consumers or even more confused by the fact that it shares a lot All of the hardware same similarities. On one hand, it's very good that you you don't have to spend much money to get yeah. new controllers for your Wii U. But on the other hand, like it all comes back down to how the controller was named. Well, not the, the, the console. The console oh, yeah. was named. Even when they first showed it, when they first showed it, it only shows the tablet and you having the Wiimote hitting a golf ball off the tablet and Wii Sports. I remember watching that first press conference. I'm like, so it's a add-on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember like back in 2011. I think it was hmm. announced. Mm. It's like they were showing just the controller, and they were showing like the weird mouse. I'm like, is this a new? Is this a tablet? Or is this a new console? Mm. So even for the core community, it was, it was confusing, right? So casual consumers were really lost. I mean, I, I, I... well, granted, I was like, in, I was really young around mm. that time. I think I was like, I think it was like 13. But the thing is, the like. It was a wee lad. But I, like I remember everyone being confused. <laughs> yeah, but even then, like even like even when I was like still in my like hardcore Nintendo fanboy phase, <laughs> like I even I thought like even I was yeah, but that, that's under that's understandable, right? Because a lot of people that owned the Wii U or, or the original Wii were very young. You know, I was yeah. yep. I was around that age when I had my Nintendo Wii. So I, when the Wii U came out, I was like. I was still quite young, so I was like, what the hell is this? Like, is this an expansion? Is this, what is this? So I, I understand. I don't think that is necessarily an, an, like an excuse for, for like, the Wii U. You know, like, I will never feel the same way about a console that, that I did with the mm. Wii. Like, for, like, it, when I was, easy, I was really young at the time. I think I got my Wii when I was around 10 or 11. Like, like this, I was just really happy waiting for it to, like, come in the mail. Like, I was, like, waiting in, like, my daycare. Like, well, not daycare. Like, How, young were, <laughs> how <laughs> young were you? How young were you? Just four years old. I was only 11, but um, they found... They couldn't take me anywhere. No, it was, like, my... Me to a daycare, it so. was my after-school care. It was, like, back when I was still in middle school. Oh, like, like, like an after-school after club, care. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I would always, like... I would always ask my mom, like, did it come in Amelia? Did it come in Amelia? Like, I was really excited. So, like, I always wanted to play Mario... Like, I always wanted to play Super Mario Galaxy. I to play Mario Galaxy like, was, was really the best excited. game ever. No, like, I like, tried it out at a kiosk, and my, my little, like... My inner child was just blown away. Like, I was like, I want yeah. this game immediately. This is so good. I remember, yeah. like, being like that for the fucking Game Boy Advance, because that shit... Because it was so revolutionary. Like, it was, like, it, it was, like... It the was, Wii like, U? Breathtaking. No, the, the Wii, no, the, the Wii. Wii. Yeah, yeah. Like, back in, in the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think time, what was mm-hmm. the was great like, appeal for the Wii was that everyone can play. Grandma can play. Your mom can play. You, you know, yeah. your dog can I play. Remember, I remember those old commercials. I remember those commercials when, like, the guys, like, it was, like, a Mario Party 8 commercial, for example, when they'd go to your door, they'd hold mm-hmm. the Wii on their hands. Like, like, we play, would play. like to play. That's kind of creepy. Well, Imagine someone going you know, up to your door with a Wii remote. I would like to play. We would like to play. That would be a bit <laughs> creepy, right? I wouldn't. Uh, like I mean, I'd take that Wii out of their hands. My no. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the Wii certainly had some good good points. Like, like we said, marketing was one of the weak points. And another weak point that I think was really relevant to it failing, and well, no actually, it applies to the support. Wii as well. Third-party support definitely was one of them because, and I think it's it's just a problem recently with Nintendo consoles, right? With the uh, the Wii U had, if I remember correctly, a rather weak launch. There were a few first-party titles, but it was rather sparse. And the months after that, as well, there wasn't there weren't any major titles that were completely new yeah. that really wanted you to buy the console. It wasn't there wasn't any Breath of the Wild for the Wii U in my Yeah, even like the right. third party support that was there was just like, hey look all these cool games mm-hmm. that are on the other systems that are like 
but now they're like five, yeah, six months yeah, old. Effectively, it's like if you played it, you're if you want to play, you already own it. <laughs> it's exactly. not. It's not just that. Like the third party support felt like shovelware. Um, yeah, and I think the reason behind that is yeah. because not all developers, no, not all developers, it. were given the opportunity by Nintendo to be like, "Hey, there's a proper introduction to our console." Here's the dev, like, yes, they were given dev kits, right? But I don't think they really understood how to take advantage of the console. Obviously, Nintendo would know more, hmm. hence why their games would be better, yeah. right? Yeah. I always because... thought, like, if that system was stronger, I always thought it'd be cool if, if, like, for example, like, Fallout, if the system was stronger, playing Fallout and your Pip-Boys down the screen, that, I always thought that would be something that was cool, but, you know, the system wasn't mm. really strong enough for that. Yeah, Th That's another thing, right? That... They didn't really care. He's like, in the industry, like, you're constantly, like, like, you're always on the fly. You can't stop and, like, try to, like, yeah. like lower your your strengths just because of a console. Yeah. And, like, yeah. focus just on one gimmick and one system that no one else can use. Th that's others. the problem with the Wii and the Wii U, right? Because Nintendo, they know their own console. They know what features to take advantage of. And, you know, we see that in their games, that they implement the features of the Wii and the Wii U very well. When it comes to third-party support, people, because it's so different from, you know, the PC platform, from the Xbox and PlayStation platforms, they aren't as familiar with it, right? And consequently, the games are usually less, um, less well suited for the. Especially now with with the PS4 and the Xbox One, their architectures are very similar, similar to PC. So you can just be um, developing one game effectively for the PS4, and you don't have to worry about porting it over to Xbox One and PC because it's effectively the same, right? But if you you're going to be worrying about a Wii U port, especially if it's older hardware or whatever. It's like, that's a pain in the ass. Nintendo just make it difficult to develop games for their consoles. I don't know why. Another thing that you brought up, Jordan, that I really like and I agree with is, you know, like, the specs are such a problem, which is because of the timing of release, right? Uh, the Wii came out before the 360 and the PS3, if I remember correctly. The Wii U came out uh, before the 8th gen of consoles. Right, and, and it so was like, like a whole year that, and a half before then too. Yeah, exactly. It was a sizable margin. <laughs> it's so it's what that weird means is that... though. It's like for me when hmm. when I see it, it's like if they released the Nintendo Wii at the same time as like around PS2, there's no like I think that would have changed gaming. I don't think PS the, like PlayStation would be as popular as they are now. Um, and I feel that the Wii U, if they released it around 360 time and PS4, it would. Uh, sorry, PS3, they would have stood a chance. They would have, to be honest. Yeah. It's just the fact that when you release something early, right, the tech that you have at that time simply isn't as advanced as what your competitors have if they release later. So mm. in terms of the hardware, they were sorry. The yeah, the hardware they were really limited in terms of the power, right? And again, I'll repeat myself. Graphics are not everything, but you can't use that as an excuse to sell people an underpowered console, which the Wii and Wii U were. It it. It's very strange. It's like with the, like with the Wii U. It's like between the specs of the 360. That, that's and the problem, though, right? Like the 360, PS3, mm -hmm. and the PS4, Xbox One, yeah. and like the Switch is kind of similar. It's like it's between. Well, I mean, it, it is more powerful than the Wii U, um, to my knowledge, but not. It's not quite eighth. It's not up there with PS4 and uh, the Xbox One, which could also hurt it with long third-party support again. Well, exactly. It's like it's it's very interesting though because it isn't like unique hardware. It's Nvidia. It, hardware. That's the thing. That's where it gets interesting, right? Because I saw this um, thing where they opened up the Nintendo Switch, 
And normally Nintendo kind of mark their chipsets and they're like, even if it's someone else's chip, they'll write Nintendo over it. But it makes me think that they've struck a deal with NVIDIA or something like that. And especially because that Tegra processor, like they use that for like the NVIDIA Shield and you can stream PC games to it. It makes me think, is that, are we going to see that in the future? Are we going to see like native game streaming for games that can't, that the Switch can't handle? That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that- the thing that worried me about the Wii and the Wii U was that you know because you don't your hardware isn't as powerful your games can't you, you can't play run the same games right as Jordan says you can't have Fallout 4 on, no you can't on on the Wii or Wii U you can't have Battlefield or you know so that's why they always have the crappy ports like the Call I'm thinking the Call of Duty ports the Wii don't right? remind like me of those yeah. they were like, like the they shit they were the complete shit right even so, the DS they don't, even have the, the they don't even have the DLC for people who like want the, all the future yeah. stuff <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the um, the Sonic Unleashed port? For, I own that. Uh, for I own that. No, I even thankfully no. It's so different from Is the it? original game. I I insane. love that game yes. on the Wii. I don't know okay, why. So let me let me talk about some differences. So, okay, so in the Wii version, you know how it's kind of like point and click when yeah. you're in towns. And the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions, it's it's actually an overworld that you walk. Oh, is it? So it's like like Persona Three and Persona Three Portable, right? Um, well, no, you actually like walk through the world like with three D models oh, and such. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's not like point and click and shit. And another another difference, oh. they there is an entire area that they just left what? out of the Wii version. Are you serious? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the missions, the areas, like the overworld, the final boss. Like oh now, my god, they changed. Now so you're much making about me it. feel it's that insane. I got the shittier version of the game. I was I was you so did, that, excited. It's an objective fact, Bish. That I mean, the Wii you got the shit. The Wii version. Wii the Wii version is the worst version. Usually but for, let, let's be real. It's something that annoys me the most. At that time, I didn't own. It's, a PS3 no, or, like, P- or Xbox 360, so you can't blame mm, me, right? The final <laughs> boss is so different too. Like they changed some of the music. Why? They changed the why would they completely. change the music? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, because, no, because if you listen to the final boss music in the the, the PS3 yeah. or Xbox 360 versions, it's completely different from when you're listening it to. The, well, the was it like version. an earlier build of the game, reason, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just too lazy." And for some reason. The final boss, like spoil, like oh, slight spoiler, it's Dark Gaia. If you didn't, <laughs> well, I haven't already. finished the game, Joe. You spoiled the whole game it's, for me. For some reason, he's green in the Wii version when you're fighting. You know what makes boss. me think, Joe? It makes me think that Sega were like super pressured, and they just released a like a development version of the game. That's what, or an early build. <laughs> That's what makes me think, especially these changes that you're saying. No, no one's going to buy the Wii version. Just release it out there. Besides Bish. That's what, that's what the they Wii did. Version. That's what I think they did. Well, I'm the only guy that bought it. I'm sorry to break it to you, Bish, but the, the, when they port over games, multiplayer games, to the Wii, the only market that they're trying to get are the sad, sad people who only have a Wii and no. nothing else oh, and can't so afford mean. to get it on any other console. Well, well, it's true, though. It's true. I had the option of getting a, a PlayStation 3 and my mum my mom said this and she was like like it was it was my sister and my mom they're at Tesco and they were like ooh yeah they they wanted the Wii um but mom my mom was like no don't get them the Wii get them the PS3 man they already got PS2 makes sense to get them PS3 and it was just like man my mom was right I should have just got the PS3 a lot earlier I should have but that, that's why you listen to your mom, bitch. <laughs> my mom is like super pro gamer, right? On a different note, to make Sega, to make Sega know that I don't hate their guts, um, 
So Sonic Forces looks really good. I'm probably buying that day one. Is it? Is it going to be like Sonic Boom? It's it's made by the same guys who made Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations. Generations is, it, is the best game of the last gen. Sonic. You know my favorite Sonic game, and I know this is it's it's unrelated, but my favorite Sonic game is Sonic Heroes. That was a good game. I love Sonic Heroes, dude. Best fucking game of all time. So we we've talked quite a bit about the Wii and Wii U. Obviously, you know there. I think everyone here had the Wii, right? Lots of good memories from it. It was fun for initially, but you know it got gimmicky over time, right? Amongst other problems. Joe got it on launch I, week. I bought a Wii U like launch week, and like I was like, because I'm so excited. I'm gonna play Nintendo Land. I'm gonna play um, what was the other game? I was gonna play Scribblenauts Unlimited. It's gonna be great. And then six months later, I'm like, uh, like for six months, I'm like, what do I do? The Wii U was literally a waste of my money. <laughs> I, the thing is, yeah. I want to get Wii U for Mario Kart 8, but then at the same time, Switch got It's coming well. to the fucking Switch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, get it on the Switch. Because the Switch is going to have a battle mode that's actually it's actually good. It, it isn't, like, half-assed and throwing in for extra content. Yeah. There's practically no reason to get a Wii U at this point. But, but it should be super cheap now, so it's like, hmm, <coughs> I could do that. Not, not, still, nope, not worth it. Is it? <laughs> not even I, fucking I worth it. I want to buy it off, like, Craigslist for, like, a like a dollar fifty. I don't know, 50. Bayonetta 2 exists. Well, the, Bayonetta 2 is still on the Wii U, so. But, you know, we've talked a lot about the Wii and the Wii U. Um, let's move on to the Nintendo NX, as it was called back then, right? Because, you know, uh, it was announced while the Wii U was struggling, right? Everyone knew it was struggling, it was already dying right so i just want to get your your thoughts and opinions on your reactions to these rumors that are going around about you know the nintendo nx being this handheld console supposedly having these detachable controls right and being less powerful than the xbox one and ps4 my first thought <laughs> my first thought when the being less powerful was oh god they're gonna mess it up again aren't they yep yep basically <laughs> i was like they're going to release it early, again, just like the Wii and the Wii U, and it's going to be the Wii U Part 2. And it's going to be fucking sad. It's going to be a shit show. That was my first reaction. And but the handheld the thing, part made you... me think of the Wii U tablet. Well, the, the handheld part, I found it was interesting, because I was like, oh my god, I fucking... I would love, like, gaming on the go, right? Because the Vita tried to market that, and you know, I love my 3DS and all that, but it's... It's limited in terms of hardware, right? So I was like, if they could sell me a, a solid handheld console with the power of a home console i'm down but it's just the launch window made me really worried the way i thought about it like when they talked about nx i was like oh so this is the successor to 3ds that's what i, I assumed right because i thought okay if it's going to be slightly you know slightly like less powerful than ps4 but it's going to be like this portable thing and then i'm like okay there's a future of portable gaming that's what i thought about it but i didn't really think too much into it because i didn't want to get like too hyped for something and then buy it and then like oh what the fuck is it because i i did kind of get tricked like that before so i didn't want anything to do with it i didn't even look at any of the nintendo directs or anything like that um even the reveal i did not even watch the reveal so it was like i didn't want anything to do with the nx i knew it existed i just didn't want to know any more info you know what, like, for a time, I thought, like, they were gonna, like, pull some bullshit, like, it's like, when, once they finally announced the NX, it's just gonna slowly reveal the 3DS and Wii U and, like, a power booster. No. It's just like, the NX was <laughs> here this entire time. Oh, man, that sounds even worse. <laughs> that was, you know, I actually, actually, would, even though that sounds terrible, I would love to see how they would have done something like that. It would have been, it would've been fun would've been to watch. Actually, that for April Fool's, Nintendo. Nope. <laughs> 
No, but like seriously though, like when I initially saw like heard the name NX, I think it was during um like the I think it was during E3 2015. Mm-hmm. And like the thing is, I don't know, I don't remember exactly how I thought about this, the the NX, but when they talk about the NX and then show one of the worst E3 conferences I've ever seen, then it doesn't actually give me high hopes about Nintendo in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a little off topic, but I just did not like that conference. Like it was the games they showed were interesting. It's like there were some games that I really wanted to buy. Like Paper Jam, I was really excited for because I Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario are two of my favorite game series like of all time. And it's like so I was really excited to see like a crossover sorts. So like there were a couple games that I saw. But when I saw like games like Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, I'm like, why would you advertise this? Yeah, Nintendo's super weird at E3 recently, you know, with the way they approach it, it's just so unorthodox because i was so excited like animal crossing on the wii u oh my god and then i see amiibo fest i'm like oh it's a board game okay okay the only like like yoshi's woolly worlds like Star Fox, and Mario Luigi paper jam were some of the only things i saw interesting in that conference everything else just it was just so weak there wasn't anything i was like oh you absolutely need to buy this wii u you know what annoyed me about that was that around that time there was like amiibo and it was like what the hell is all of this like i hate this like i hate everything to do with it it, it just like it's this shitty nintendo skylanders thing i was like stop and so no so the thing sucks about amiibo right now is i've seen how like it, the new zelda game uses every single zelda amiibo and it's like that's a lot of dlc to buy <laughs> to go out there and Hunt down all these toys. Well, I'm thinking, I think like a lot of it was just extra. Like I think it was like one give you gives you hearts or something. Like I don't think it's it was ridiculous like ridiculous though because you're gonna have to search for all if you want if you are a completionist, right? You have to search for all of these amiibos. Some of them are discontinued, and you can't get them anymore. And you just have to go and buy like sell one of your kidneys to get one. It's like really Nintendo for shitty pieces Honestly, of plastic. Honestly, I think it, it's probably the the strategy that they're going for. I think they were counting on those types of gamers to buy these amiibos uh, but at the same time there, there are such things called amiibo cards which work in the same way as amiibos why can't they just do hey look you can buy the amiibo if you want to be like this super collector or you can buy these cards that work in the same way and have the why same the nfc not, chips i would do that at, at, at that point why even do yeah just do it digitally then like normal dlc instead of having the, the only reason you'd get an amiibo in my opinion the, the advantage yeah yeah, cause, exactly, because figure a sell, right? If you're just going to sell me a shitty chip... Amiibos right? were necessary... Well, not necessary, but they did play a big part in... Um... I don't know, with, in, Animal Crossing's, in Animal Crossing's case, I think like it made a little more sense because like it's kind of like a Pokemon trading well, card. Exactly, yeah. You want cards from every It's also the same the with, with Smash Brothers. Like, if you wanted to like take your character around with friends and stuff, you can just bring your Amiibo. And I think it, it would make more sense if you know I just bring my uh, an Amiibo card as opposed to... A full-on figurine. But I do have to say though, the the Super Mario 30th anniversary amiibos were amazing. They were cool. Those are cool. I can't I deny that. that. Yeah. Like I have the I have the classic one, like just sitting. But I, right I don't see. So, the, um, I personally don't see the point because if you're going to be collect, it's like you're collecting shitty McDonald's toys. That's what an amiibo is to me. God <laughs> I mean, damn! Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I mean, you ain't whoa. wrong. Shots whoa. fired. You're not wrong. Okay. They're pretty cheap. As a casual amiibo collector, I'm offended. <laughs> as the only as one a casual collector, casual. I, well, my my, I, I my pants amiibo. are riddled. When I buy an amiibo, I expect to get a happy meal with it. Like that's what it feels like. I collect amiibos. I don't get all of them though. Like I'm not trying like rush. I've only bought a couple: the Mario one, Sonic, and the y- y- Yarn Yoshi's. 
The Yarn Yoshi one's great too. It's made out. It's actually made out of yarn and like. I remember I bought Yarn Yoshi the game because I wanted Yarn Yoshi, and I bought the pink and blue one after that. <laughs> it was just so cool looking. <laughs> and they sold. And then they sold the jumbo Yarn Yoshi. I wanted that, but you know that that's an example of one's really hard to find. <laughs> that was expensive as hell too. But anyway, like I, I didn't mean to like to go off on too much of a tangent. The point is like, well. After I heard about the NX, like, it definitely did stick into my mind, mm. like, for a long time. Like, what is the NX? It's very mysterious. It's like, what could it imply? Like, does it already exist? So you wanted or, to like, find out more, essentially, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, I was really curious, because, like, they just mentioned, they just mentioned the name, and, like, they haven't, they didn't mention it much after until, like, October A lot of people got month. kind of information from, from the patent, like, the patents, and all of the filings for their copyright and stuff like because they yeah it's just like it was hard to really trust it all because there was conf there's conflicting facts well yeah when, when a company has ideas and when they when submitting them for like copyright review they have to submit a bunch of them in case someone just steals their idea and they're like okay we can't use that idea anymore so one of one of those ideas will become the main thing but you're just clouded by everything else and you're like okay maybe it could be this but maybe it could be that but one one of those things out of that whole like patent uh what's it called F form one of them will be the real thing that's just fact right well in the end i was really happy i was really happy that ended up being like a console handheld hybrid like that's that definitely has a lot of potential in my opinion yeah but you know, speaking of the console uh, and handheld hybrid they revealed exactly that in october right uh just a couple of months ago actually right so um Honestly, for me at least, it was a complete fucking bombshell when they released that video. Because I, I knew that they're going to release it soon in that time period, but I was, you know, at school chilling with some friends. And then, you know, I got called over, right? And we watched the video together. And remember, all of us were losing our fucking minds because the way that they presented it was, in my opinion, it was, it was not only professional, right? Because it's not that aspect that, that really hit me. It was the fact that... You know, it was a handheld console. We knew that before, but just the way they presented it, showing you how many, like, how many different ways you could use this console. You know, on the TV, as a tablet, or you know, on the plane, you know, at the court, Rooftop you know, parties. anywhere you wanted. It, it's like <laughs> it made mean. me go, "I want this fucking <laughs> thing right now." It, the thing, I think they were very professional in their marketing. It wasn't like the stupid Wii adverts that was like, Dun. you know, that one that was just in a bing. single trailer. They already fixed what they already like did what they did wrong with the yeah Wii U yeah correctly it was like like they they, they, they fixed, fixed it. there was a redemption within that and the fact that there was that that clicking sound so satisfying i'm like hell yeah the the console fun fact the console doesn't make that sound no matter how hard you try uh, but it was just it makes it when the system's turned on well well that that's just from the splash screen but i'm i'm yeah it's, it's i'm it's saying like in the putting those controllers together doesn't make that sound but it was great. It was. It was. <laughs> if, imagine if you use the actual sound in the marketing. It was just a shitty, like mediocre click sound. It's like it's super silent. You can barely hear, clearly hear it. You know, like. But I, like I said, that sound did play a big part in it because it was it every every time like they would transition from one use to another. There was always mm. that sound, and there was always that. Kind of, it was great. It was like a it was like a slogan for it the, was. the switch, right? It was, and it was I like think a the, click, the, and when you heard it, you thought of it. And it's great because Japanese marketing is not the best. We know that. Like we see Sony fuck up a lot in terms of their marketing campaigns, and Nintendo as well. But they they've kind of it looked it felt like a westernized advert, right? It didn't feel like this wacky Japanese advert, like oh yeah, 
it, it was very professional and i did think it it kind of generated a lot of hype especially for me i think for a lot of people as well we're super excited by this novel concept right i was super excited because my, my first thought was i want pokemon on that <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a rumor that there, there's they're releasing pokemon stars on the i'm gonna be honest which is i only own you know handhelds because of pokemon and i it I will buy a Switch instantly. Pokemon comes out because they said they'd only yeah. release. They said they'd only release Pokemon on handheld. It's it's a clever way to say hey. like it's coming on the Switch. They have a main series game with console graphics. This is this is an interesting question, right? Do you think that would cannibalize their own market? Like for example, what if, the Switch? Yeah, because you you just mentioned it now. You said the only reason you own handhelds for Pokemon, but do you think if they created like Pokemon games on Switch? Wouldn't that cannibalize their own market, the people that are buying uh, 3DSs or 2DSs? I will 2DSs? redirect that at you, actually, Bish. Because I don't think so, but I'll redirect the question at you. Why do you think it would? Why do you think it would cannibalize? Because, like, as, as Jordan was saying, it's like he just said, I only buy, like, portable consoles for, um, for Pokemon. So if Pokemon was on Switch, and they continue to create Pokemon on Switch alongside, you know, the 3DS and blah, blah, blah releases... What's the reason to buy it on the 3DS anymore? If you can just buy it on, on the Switch. Well, it's the same reason why you like you. What's the reason of, of buying a DS to play Pokemon games? And you just buy a 3DS. Well, the thing is, but not the I thing mean, is, they're not released on alongside. Like Pokemon games are not released on alongside 3DS and the original DS. You see what I mean? Like, don't you think it would just cannibalize their own order? Because I, I personally would just be like... Unless they treat the Switch as a full-on handheld after a while. And just like, yeah, no, we're not making a DS type of thing. We're just going to have this yeah. be the console slash handheld Like, it's it. it's kind of like Persona 5. Like, I don't want to bring Persona 5 into this, but Persona 5 is released on PS3 and PS4. If you own both consoles, why would I buy it on PS3 when I own a PS4? Do you see what I mean? It's that sort of you're, thing. You're approaching this from the wrong angle, I think, Bish, because what you're talking about is the same game on two different console generations, right? I thought you meant like what, like the main mainline Pokemon series continues on the DS, but they also have um, a new, different games. No, no, no. I, I'm talking about the same game. I, I think it would be a waste. Quite, I'll, I'll be honest. It's a complete well, waste. If Pokemon Stars, if Pokemon Stars truly does exist, that's effectively the same game. It might no, have. Like, small... Why do you have a mobile DS port on the Switch? It's completely pointless, right? Because at the end of the day, um, the game that will come out of that will be defined by the 3DS because it's the weaker console, right? So they won't. They won't. For me, it'd be a complete waste of time and resources because I can fucking play my 3DS at home on my goddamn bed on my couch as well. Like, yeah, but maybe some people want to play it on a big screen. I don't know, right? Uh, I was just thinking like a 3DS if, TV. Uh, anyone? If the main series, if the main series jumps onto Switch, then I'll get Switch. If it's just the same game on both, I'm not buying a Switch for Pokemon. All right. I doubt it'll jump because I think it will be the case like with the um with the Wii. And, like where they release a game like Pokemon Battle Revolution, <laughs> what a waste of yeah. time that was. And and they released like Poke Park. Poke I, th Park I thought Battle Revolutions was pretty cool actually because you get the link. Your yeah, DS. I played that. What about Pokemon nice. Tournament? <laughs> oh my god, best joke, Pokemon Tournament. They're probably gonna port it. What do you mean best joke? It's actually a good game. I I'm sure it is. Wasn't it? Um, moving game? on though, from. Sorry, I don't know. Pokemon no, really good. Like, have you it heard awesome, the, the, the theme for 
I've never yeah, just it. The it game looks nice, good, but doesn't mean it just it's a good the, game. the support for that game has been fucking laughable. But the game I won't came get into out, too much. and then nothing ever came out after that. It was just like, here it is, enjoy the game. They're releasing Empoleon soon, not on the Wii U, but like for the arcade version. Who cares okay. about the arcade version over here? Yeah, because we don't we don't get the arcade <laughs> yeah. version. That's only Japan. Yeah, you enjoy those well, that people. Uh, have you heard the theme? Have you heard the theme for the the, the Magic Card theme? What what's it called? The Magic Card Festival theme. It is, it is just hardcore dubstep. Well, it's you'd crazy. be the only one <laughs> that knows that, Joe, because you're the only one that pay attention to the game. <laughs> Joe is the one person in North America that still follows fucking. He he's kind of like me. I'm the only person that owns Sonic Unleashed on the Wii. Joe's the only person that pays attention to Vulcan tournament. This is my personal request. You guys have to. This is your challenge. You have to go on YouTube, search Magic Heart Festival, listen to the full 30 minutes, and then go on go on my Twitter and thank me later. Well, I remember the the was it the um. What if it's terrible? And I want to thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Trust I me. Remember the, the Lucario like, theme was pretty badass. I, I almost said Lucio for a second. I was like, wait, wait, wrong game, wrong game. Lucio, <laughs> but Lucio, <laughs> the brand new Pokemon. Boost. The Lucario theme was pretty badass, but are we still talking no, about this game that us. no one plays? Yeah, let's just move on. I'm, I'm sorry, Joe. If you want, we we can have a Pokemon tournament episode that. Joe, Joe will be the only person to listen to that episode. He's, he's also he the, only, the person only person recording as well. No I don't know why you guys are treating it like shit. It's actually a good yeah, game. Yeah, a good um, game that no one plays. PSA to our listeners. If you guys want to have a two-hour long episode covering Pokemon Tournament where Joe is the only one talking, April Fools, please man. message us. That, be the and best it, will April Fools it, it, it will happen. It will happen. Okay, oh, next yeah. year. <laughs> It'd be a self-cast. For April you're, just getting, you're just getting ripped apart, and I love it. You know, if a, if a tree <laughs> falls in the woods, would anyone hear it? If if po if Pokin was was revived in the West, would anyone play it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, let's we we've went like we've gone full Tyson on Pokin. I don't think it's fair. Okay, let's, this is let's this is Tyson's Yozora. This is what it we'll is. We'll find meet up and Joe be like, "Come to this room. There's an arcade set." <laughs> <laughs> I went to Japan for this. I came back. He spent, and now you're spent like $7,000 on this arcade cabinet. <laughs> All right, well, what have I now done Now you guys have finished crushing my spirits, we should move on. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's just like it. Can we not make fun of Pokemon anymore, Now please? you know how I feel, Joe, about this whole Yozura thing on Haga Night. No, it isn't just Pokemon. I just tre I just treasure just, like the Pokemon. Just straight up bullying right They have now. a special place in my heart. Like, I've played po the, all of Pokemon Ranger, for example. Like, I, I love that series of death. And when people trash, I just die inside. Do you know what we need? Another XD type of game. Oh, XD. I actually... I've wanted to play XD. Dude, I put, up that, 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 I put like 200 hours into that back in the day. Anyways, let's uh, let's move on from Pokemon to uh, the January presentation, right? Mm. It, it actually... In, in my opinion, I was quite shocked that... Uh, oh. How fast things are going? Because they revealed in October, and then boom, January, the only presentation, and then that boom, was March. Slow, to be honest, it was right. like here, here's a trailer. Wait for wait a while to even see one more thing. Yeah, I, I found it, the January presentation was a bit weird in in the sense that they showed off the console and they showed off whatever, but they didn't tell us what was the specs. But that's normal though for for the reveal, right? They, I, I know, mean, but the game was coming out in March. The console was coming out in March. It's like, tell us. Well, I think that's just. Yeah, here's the thing. What if a kid was watching that stream? How are they going to understand what the hell's yeah, going on? Yeah, but they need on? to still include it, right? But the thing is, Bish, I, I don't think it's so much a problem with the the specs being included or not being included. I think it's just that uh, the the Switch, you know, from day one, starting with the reveal to the actual launch, it's 
to me, it seems really, really fast if you compare it to past Nintendo consoles when, you know, the time between announcement and release is well, a it, lot it's longer. Like the same, same with, with any PS4 console, and right? Xbox One. It, it was, for, yeah. for Switch, it's so it's so quick, right? Yeah. It's just a couple months, not even a full full year, right? In fact, what, October to, was it, March? Do you think it had something um, to do with uh, shareholders? Because I, 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 I always definitely, have, definitely. I think they, they wanted to, like, pressure Nintendo. They're like, you know what? We we need you to do something about this. That's why I feel the pre I was hyped for the system over the trailer, but that presentation made me go from super excited to oh my god, this is Wii U number two. That that presentation hmm. disappointed me so much. Was it as bad as the Xbox One presentation though? No, Xbox One. First... No, no, nothing's ever gonna touch Xbox One review. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> I I, st I still want to believe that's a publicity stunt. <laughs> it's a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> but no, because they changed. They you, they made a huge U-turn over everything they announced during that reveal. That's because like, the that's backlash. So funny. Yeah, because right? the backlash and people were going to well, Sony, especially the way Sony was like, this is how you. Should games on ps4 oh my god and they so just funny. passed the game over no, no, I'm, so funny. I'm still going yeah i still want to believe that it was it was the so that during e3 the they worst just get no, ever you know their yeah. sales were no, it, terrible <laughs> definitely not a pussy stunt but <laughs> no one ever go that bad for just a stunt i mean it, it just for me like what in the presentation jordan um made you think oh god this is wii u part two though i'm curious oh man it's like was it the shitty translator? Oh my no, god. That translator is terrible. Rest in peace, Nintendo translator. I do lost Remember his job for sure. Remember when <laughs> fucking Suda51 was talking? Remember when Suda51 was talking about his new game? The, the fucking sequel to uh, No More I Heroes? No clue what the the guy was like, that. uh, 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 so, uh, he was tripping balls. This is why I love section. being it was on so Twitter frustrating. when this happens. Because Twitter oh, was yeah, hilarious. Oh yeah, Twitter had a fucking field day. I feel bad for him, but then... At the same time, it's his job to do that shit correctly, and he fucked up immensely. And it was—I felt bad. What, what if he him, didn't know Japanese at all? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, the guy was sick, and actually just got a random intern to do it last minute. <laughs> no, I did really feel bad, but mostly because he probably pro his body probably wasn't ready for. Or, or maybe this was the first time doing it, and they like the, I, the I actual main. It. Oh, it might have been the case the main translator was, like, stuck in traffic or something, and he was like... Oh, yeah, that would have been shit. He was like, oh, way, John, you have to translate today. He was like, oh, I only know a little bit of Japanese. I can't do this. No, you have to do this, John. It's dependent on everything. You never know. They execute him. Yeah, guy was just sent to Gulag as soon as the presentation ended. He's in this North Korean prison somewhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just... Let's, let's move on from mocking him. It, it was bad, but, you know, it happened. Rest shit happens, peace, John. unfortunately. Yeah, rust in peace translator but in terms of uh the, the let's profits. talk about everyone um, else because it wasn't just a translator right oh no it, was it wasn't also... just a translator okay first of all like, you know yeah. it started off with the the controllers and it's just like here's an ice cube one two three it's like what the hell's going oh my on god here? and then the switch is still like motion control games and stuff and it's like hd guys, rumble been around like Motion control's been around. You're what like, the this fuck? Is not even cool. What this, the fuck is HD Rumble? Because they mentioned that during the presentation. You, you know, right? for me, when I heard HD Rumble, it it sounds like something that they would put in a sex toy. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like it sounds like a dildo function. You could actually hear the ripples in the water when you shake a glass cup. <laughs> That's too much. So dumb. It's, it's ridiculous, right? It's like yeah. they need to choose their words because it's it's like they're reinventing the wheel. You can't mm -hmm. do that. No. It's like so. the way it's Apple just, markets like, their shit. Although I did really like the idea of, like, 
it's like an enhanced um, motion feature. Yeah, but it was just like, guys, stop showing motion control games. We've, it was cool, but it's again. like the way they were marketing it, they're the way they're presenting it during the presentation. They're acting like you know this is cutting edge technology that you've never seen before. I'm mean, like, bro, we. we <laughs> We've been through the Wii and the Wii U, okay? Motion controls are new anymore. This isn't 2007. <laughs> I think it's because... It's just a business thing. I think it's because the Wii was very successful with that, and they want to kind of regain some of the people that kind of bought the Wii. And I think it's because that's what people know Nintendo for, at least now. Like, oh, so motion controls. I think that might kind of... That might be why they did it. I'm not defending them by any means, but I think that might be why they drifted towards showing off motion controls more than actual games. Yeah. I got excited when like Mario Odyssey was in show. That was, was awesome. amazing. But then it went back to like stuff like I said. What was the one with a weird ass name? Like Octo Octopath Traveler Project, or Project Octopath Traveler. Isn't that the Square Enix project? <laughs> yeah. Sounds That's like the a worst hint. name like, ever. I was watching kind of funny. I was watching From kind the of people funny who brought you the Wii U and the new Nintendo 3DS comes Octopath, Octopath Traveler. Traveler. <laughs> No, I was watching hey, kind of hey, funny, dude. and they, they lost it at that part. You want to come to my house I after school or work anything. and play Octopath Traveler? Like, no, what the fuck? It doesn't roll off the tongue o at all. You can call it OPT. I just hope it isn't something like um, Project Treasure, like whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. It was the game Capcom was developing, I think. It was supposed to be a free-to-play title on the Wii U, and like it, apparently it wasn't as good as people hoped it would be. I, I wouldn't expect it to be good, right? Because it was the Wii U. Not wasn't many people as good as that. people hoped it to be. Could be the slogan of the fucking <laughs> Wii U. <laughs> they etched that on every Wii U. In terms of... Let's let's go into what we, we learned, though, other than, you know, the the, the HD rumble and shit. But... Yeah, but not, I remember all the other things, like, after the, after the press conference, also when it started, like, I went from, like, not being excited to, like, they're like, we have, you can talk in parties now. We have, and you can use it on your phone, and it's a paid service. And I'm like, you can go on Discord or Skype or literally just call people for free. And then there's like, the, like the Joy-Cons are like 55 bucks for one Joy-Con or 80 bucks. And everything, so I was like, yeah, everything was just like after the conference, plus all the bad stuff in the conference. And I was like, I'm losing any kind of excitement for this thing. Because that level of reality. I didn't know how I felt about those prices. It was. It didn't make sense that it was the so funny expensive. Thing is, I get you're working with brand new hardware, but at the same time, like, who's going to be able to buy like all these exactly? And who's going to buy them? And they're necessary to, for playing. That's a nut. It's 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 very weird. It's like they didn't include the charging pack with with the um the grip. Yeah, it was like why couldn't you just give? Yeah, and I saw that. I'm like, what? Why? It's like that's one thing. It's like. What next? You're like, okay, no, you need to pay for HD Rumble, or you need to like buy to unlock this. That's like, it's it's ridiculous, right? Because you you're talking about how it's expensive, Joe, for you, like in America, right? In the UK, it's even more expensive. Well, I mean, it's more for like per, like personally speaking, because like I'm a college student right now. It's like I there I why should I spend money on peripherals when first of all I don't have much weight. It's like what as a college student. Like, why would I spend all this money on on a Switch and peripherals for games that I really want to play? Um, given that one, it's hard, it's a little hard to get money, like spare money right now as it is, and two, when I could just buy like games on other consoles or, or like on my current. But the, the point console. I was saying was that it doesn't necessarily matter whether you're a college student. There's people that they have jobs and they have families and whatever, and it's like. The the realistic price to to get yourself started from the Wii U, I think the Wii U's, uh, sorry, the Switch is like three hundred and 
fifty or something. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm kind of grouping. Like, that's like one yeah. example of like a but it's it's, it's ridiculous because to to get yourself running, you're gonna need your set of Joy Cons, and if you want to play with a controller, you have to buy a Pro controller. If you want another set of Joy Cons that's gonna cost you another 80 pounds plus you're gonna need um grips and you're gonna need a game exactly because it doesn't come with a fucking game like come on a one two, one two switch that could have been bundled in that should have oh been my god one two switch in. at full price is just a, yeah. is, 60 is pounds no, like that game. actually annoyed <laughs> me like that should have been a launch sale i have no idea why they thought it was a good idea to release on its own but I mean, like if they kind of shot themselves in the foot at that. Yeah. And like, even if it was like a twenty dollar game, like, but why, yeah. why full sixty or whatever it was like? Ah, no, you, the thing is, you're saying game. sixty dollars. It was sixty pounds in the UK. Sixty pounds. And the ridiculous thing is, with with their price points, is that you can buy the game physical, any game for the Wii, uh, for the Switch, sorry, physically for less money than the digital versions. Why? Really? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's stupid. Digital should be cheaper. It should be, and it's like, like Nintendo, like, like no. I mean, Bomberman R, it looks fun. I used to play Bomber, Bomberman a lot, but um, that game should that game looks like easily like a twenty like twenty dollar game instead of fifty dollar. No, not even twenty. I mean, at least it's not sixty. Yeah. Oh, ten ten dollar difference like, is not a big thing right there. But. Yeah, but it it I don't know like it, it could be a big difference for some people, but I mean like it doesn't mean that it's any more acceptable. Wondering guys, what you guys think about the? You no, know, we talked about the controllers and shit, right, and how they're lucrously expensive, right? Um, we've all had some experience with the Nintendo Switch to a certain degree. Do you think they're they're comfortable? Do you think they're good? Because a lot of people um, that I've talked to are like, especially ones with bigger hands, right? They're like, the Nintendo Switch, the Joy-Cons, they're just really fucking cramped, and it's sometimes it's it's hard to use them. I would actually like to um, talk about a personal story. Like, it's not too long. Um, okay, so it was, I think it was sometime last month, um, a friend of mine brought in brian the nintendo switch to to a yearbook club meeting like for like after the meeting was done so like we were playing i think the game was called fast racing neo the um the racing game that requires you to like switch lights to boost um so so to do we to do that we we took out the joy cons and we gave like one person had one joy con one person had the other like as i was holding it i was on one hand like i was really impressed on one hand about how just how you could just take out a controller and like play with it like the analog stick and the buttons just felt very fluid like it felt very comfortable to me but on the other hand the the back buttons felt very uncomfortable well because my hands are big so like it was like at the front was fine but like when i was trying to reach for like z like zl and zr it was very hard because like, i had to kind of like bend my fingers and press them so like it like it has its has its usefulness and it also has like like a, a couple of its flaws like i'll probably get over those flaws since it's something we just gonna have to deal with the joy cons but like it's still something that oh that, that's still annoying to me regardless but like other than that like i really like it i like the feel of it overall like i'd give it like a seven like seven or eight hmm. yeah um personally for me i got um and it was oh, sorry yeah. fish it was also it was also very surprisingly responsive like it was it responded very well to my inputs um like I, I've been, I've heard people mention um, issues about how the Joy Cons were, like I think it was like the left Joy Con, or was it the right one? I can't remember, but one of the Joy Cons had a yeah. Uh, some people have different issues. Some were the left and some were right. Yeah, I didn't have that issue. Like I used both Joy Cons. I didn't see an issue like that. Well, I, I think it might have been overextended use. Well, I, I believe it was when it was uh, disconnected, and you were covering the. Apparently there were. 
Apparently the main issue was a part that should have been there that but wasn't. Um, but I think their their solution was like a foam piece. I don't remember like what it does exactly, but it supposedly helps the controllers with a oh, decent okay. issue. I thought it was a software update that they administered. I'm not sure about that, but I'll talk about my main um, experience with it. I got to experience the um, Switch at a Nintendo event, so um, I didn't... It was very different, right? Because Nintendo want to show you Hey, this is the best part of our console, and they will—they won't show you the shit bits. But at least for me, the console did feel very cheap. It felt like this shitty plastic, and the screen—I was expecting the screen to be some sort of gorilla glass. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? like? It's—it's it's like Nintendo with the price point they put it at. There, there's Android consoles, right? And even like the Nvidia Shield uh, tablet—that's a better fucking. It's effectively the Switch, right? That's a better tablet for less money. It works differently though. It I mean, works differently, but I mean, in terms of hardware, hardware is similar, right? Um, but hardware is similar for the less money and it has a better screen it's do you see what i mean it's like nintendo could shouldn't have cheaped out on the screen like i feel that's that's my personal actually their console exactly yes and i've seen a lot of people like scratching the screen or you need a screen protector for this that's that's one thing and it's like putting the fucking thing into the dock right the dock is admittingly that's an issue that shouldn't be there in the first place it shouldn't be like you need a protector like they shouldn't have to use exactly because they didn't decide to go with glass they went with okay plastic screen that would be better well it's not that the issue isn't the screen itself the issue is the fact like the dock needs like a cushion yeah but joe if 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 you're if you're putting in this day and age if you're giving like a tablet a plastic screen that's shit man you can buy plastic screen tablets for like fifty pounds, and they're. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying put a plastic screen on. I'm saying like in the dock, put a cushion on it. Yeah, so but that if when you put but it that's in, you that's the thing. Scratch it. That and you don't need a plastic screen. Like those two things should be fixed. That's my personal. I don't know why they didn't put a cushion in that thing in the first place. I would have thought, hey, it's as a money, smart man. Thing to do. It's money. It's all about <laughs> money. They want they want the cheapest thing, and it's ridiculous because when you open up the switch, well, I mean, how much does it cost to put cushions inside? It doesn't. It's not going to cost something. them a lot. It's not going to cost them a lot. Like, so, like in the end, it was just a poor poor decision. decision, and it might have been a rushed decision. But I do think that when you open it up, and because I saw this um, breakdown, like Ben Heck, Ben Heck show. Uh, shout out to him. Um, I saw him doing a breakdown of the Switch, and he was talking about how the internal parts are incredibly... Some are not necessary. Some are, are there for, like, no reason, but they're, like, very expensive parts. Like, they did spend time on making sure that the console is great on the inside, but you shouldn't really make it a shit console on the outside. But at least for me, when I was playing it, it felt like I was playing this shitty plastic, once again, McDonald's um, Happy Meal toy. It just felt like that. Like It's a brand new console. It should feel more high quality. Like if it was like the, if it was like the slim version, then it could be feel cheap. But the first version should be like, feels like you bought something that's high quality and that can last for a while. Not some cheap plastic well, I mean, like anything... Walmart tablet toy for like five year olds. What well, does anything positive or negative come from anything besides the quality like did, did you how about the game did you, I, you play I played like, um, you feel? a bit of breath of the wild and it was i can't i can't deny that I, I can't complain about that but you it was hard to get into the game because the controllers they just felt wrong they honestly did i did did you play with you played with um double i played with double right? joy cons i've they 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 were like oh you can play it with disconnected and use a stand so i tried using the stand okay it was a weird experience but i can get used to that 
we tried uh, putting them inside the console as well, like attaching them to the screen. That was okay, but the plasticky feeling, I didn't like it. And then they gave us the Pro Controller. I enjoyed that the most. The Pro Controller was fantastic. I can't complain about it. And I felt that, you know, it was for me, that would have been the perfect way of um, of kind of getting into the Switch. Like the rest of it just felt bad. It, it took me out of the gameplay experience, right? I saw the Pro Controller and I was like, this is something I'd definitely want to pick up when I eventually pick up buy my Switch. But again, it comes back down to the fact that it's so it is. expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's effectively an Xbox 360 controller. And it's like, why is this so expensive? Mm-hmm. Well, it is expensive. But from what I hear, a lot of reviews are saying um, it, it's quite comfortable. Not as quite as comfortable as the, the others do. But the main point that people talk about when they contrast the, the Nintendo Switch Pro controller and the... Uh, about the DualShock 4 and the Xbox One controller is that, yes, those other controllers may have, may feel more comfortable, certainly, uh, but the, one, the few things that the Pro Controller for the Switch has is that, A, battery life is like several times longer, so instead of like seven to eight hours with the DualShock 4 and Xbox One controllers, it's like something like, I think, 40 hours, which is fucking insane, right? It's re- really, yeah, it's really good. Um, and it also has some other functions that the the reason for the extra price point, you know, other than the battery, is that it also has some functions that the other controllers do not have, uh, such as the amiibo functionality, and I think there's a gyro in it as well. But so that's that's one thing. The Wii U Pro Controller had, um, it's a fun fact, the Wii U Pro Controller had 80 hour battery life. I think of it, it might have been 80 for the Switch. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but it was in in the tens, right? Several Several dozens of hours, which is insane for someone who who used to play on the 360. Right? It, one thing that I did want to mention, you talk about having a gyro. The PS4 controller has a gyro. It has an alexanderometer, uh, wherever it's called. That has that there. It's it's not and it's not a really expensive controller compared to the um, Switch controller. And Amiibo, like, I'm having to pay more money for a functionality that I don't need or don't use. It'd be nice if the Pro Controller was bundled Th- then in. Then again, with it's not just just the Pro Controller dish. It's also it's the Switch as a whole, right? They're really trying to push their product because they know that Amiibo it makes them a lot of money. Even though that you know you and I, Bish, or some of us, we don't collect that many Amiibos. We don't see the appeal of it. A lot of other people do, and they really spend money and. It is a real cash cow for... No, it's not like you can take the Amiibo-like thing out of the Pro Controller. Let's say you take the Amiibo thing out of the Pro Controller. You still have the Joy-Cons that came with the Switch. You can just take the one Joy-Con, put the Amiibo on one of the, the Joy-Con that has the Amiibo part. And there it goes in the game. So well, it's honestly, out of the Pro Controller. instead of a Pro Controller, I think what they should have done, what is a lot more reasonable, right? Because Pro Controller seems nice, you know. The gyro, like, what my friend told me about the gyro was pretty cool. Is that, oh yeah, if you... If you just pick up and touch the the Pro Controller, since there's a gyro in it that's always on, um, the system will actually get out of sleep mode or whatever, right? So that's pretty cool. But I think what I think should have been done, because I agree with you, Bish, I, I do think it's kind of unnecessary. What should have been done is that instead of having a Pro Controller, they just made a better grip, because the grip honestly looks like complete shit. It looks fucking uncomfortable as hell. They could have just had a grip with like the frame of 
of the Pro Wait, Controller. Which grip are you talking about? The the Nintendo the, Switch grip. The main for the grip. Joy-Cons. Oh my god. Wait, what? What the double jo- the double Joy-Cons? Yeah, the double Joy-Cons. Right? Well, well, I mean, I've held the double Joy-Cons. They feel perfectly fine. With to me. with the grip. In would the would you yes. would you play it? Yeah. Would you use the grip over an Xbox One controller? I would. Is not. my question. When when playing Breath I mean, of the Wild with the grip, it was like it, it felt uncomfortable, and I was playing like what for thirty minutes. It felt so uncomfortable, and it was just like I have to. Yeah, switch. my friend. Oh, I have to agree with my friend here because he invited me over. I got to to play on um, his console, and he's like, honestly, dude, most of the time I just forego the freaking grip because I don't like it, and I just have both joy. Whenever I want to disconnect it, I just have both joy cons in either hand and just play it that way instead of using the grip because I just hate the damn thing. Right? And I have to agree with him. From my experience, I also prefer just holding them in, my, in separate hands instead of using the grip. Because it's like this blocky square shape, right? Which is not natural well, at it's all. Well, it's 2DS, right? Oh, wait, I'm confused. Wait, which group are we talking the, about? The are we grip hold- that comes... You know the bit that you put, you slot the controllers into? That that thing. Oh, so you mean like when it's not detached? Yeah, when, when it's not detached yeah. to the... When it's detached from the control. I haven't tried that. Like, I'm, No, I'm talking about when it was when it is detached. Like when I'm using it, like... House, like when it's not attached to the console, that felt comfortable no, to me. Yeah, I haven't yeah, actually yeah. tried that, it out. That with, feels um, comfortable. Was that what we're saying? It's just when you attach. I haven't tried it out mm-hmm. with like when it's on the Switch itself. Honestly, I think that would have been better. So you'd have a uh, perhaps a more expensive um, grip, but it feels better, and you don't have to it, pay. It's not, not what, necessarily more expensive, right? It's like it's it, better design. <laughs> better design. That doesn't equate to more expensive. It's about how they design that plastic mold. They could have designed it much better. They could have spent a little bit more time or just got a better designer. Nintendo, what are you doing? People have 3D printed more comfortable grips for themselves. But that's the great, that's the lovely thing about it. It's like Nintendo are not necessarily forcing you to use their grip. There will be more third-party accessories, and that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see a better console... um, charging thing for the what's it called the controllers because i think at the moment i don't know how they charge is it through usb c or how do they charge i don't know so that people will be making third party things and i think even the company called hori they they like make like fighting sticks and stuff they've been making a lot of uh, third party um, pro controllers and things like that and it might be the case that they start making third party joy-con would that be awesome for to see or not i think that would be great because it would be a lot well, cheaper I, I think it's and... necessary right because they, they shouldn't monopolize Nintendo should not monopolize joy-con but right? they will I, I have a feeling they will because they'll be like well these third party ones don't have I mean, it hd works, rumble it, it works directly with their hardware out like it'd be interesting to see how third party joy cons would work but as of now i don't well, think I mean, they would but, actually be made but i mean there are third party uh PS4 controllers with touch well, no, like, no, here's right? the thing. So, like, the thing is that the Joy-Cons, unlike the Pro Controller and everything, the Joy-Cons work directly with the Switch. Either way, I, I hope that they won't monopolize Joy-Cons. Because it's always nice to have more options, right? Yeah. More options, the better. Um, yeah. No, more options are always but it, good. It, it also saying, forces like, Nintendo sure to, to lower their prices. Because if everyone starts buying third-party accessories, then Nintendo would be like, shit, we have to lower our prices. And then that would piss off a lot of people that bought it for like $80. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Nintendo? Well, I mean, they're the ones who decided to buy it at launch. They knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we talked a lot about that. I'm just wondering what you guys think, because we, we cannot move on from this discussion without talking about something that I think we all believe is important for the Switch. So I said the most important aspect. Yeah, the most important aspect of it. Uh or one of the core ones would be specifications in terms of, you know, um, what it's capable of and the hardware, right? Because that, def- that will determine what it will be able to run, not just only now, but in the future as well, right? So I'll just briefly talk about it for those 
uh, our listeners who might not um, be aware of the little details. Um, so, um, Bish can t- tell you about this, but uh, it uses uh, NVIDIA Tegra chip, so it's similar to what is used for smartphones, PDAs, and uh, mobile internet devices, right? And uh, because of the dock, when you plug it in the dock, um, the actual power that it provides, uh, the specs are a little bit better. In terms of hardware, uh, the tablet is a 6.2 inch, so not extremely big. 6.2 inches um, is 16 centimeters for um, those of you who use the uh, metric system. And with an upper limit of 720p on the tablet itself. Uh, uses cartridges, of course, 32 gigs of free space, which we'll be getting into in a little bit. Uh, but you can add um, some micro uh, SDXC cards up to two terabytes, right? And there is. Granted, they don't exist yet, but if you wanted to, you could use them. <laughs> I, I'm not certain if. Um, They've added that capability yet. I remember them saying that it'll, it'll be added in an update. I'm not aware at this point if they've added that update for micro SDXC cards. But other than that, the, the battery is 4,210 uh, milliamps, which translates to around two and a half to six and a half hours on a full charge. All right. So my question to you guys is, do you think the specs are satisfying and do, is it powerful enough for the wall? Because we talked about the Wii U not being powerful enough, the Wii not being powerful enough. Do you guys think that the Switch has the same problem or no? I, I um, want to get into this and I, I think that, but it depends on what they're going for. If they're going for third, if they're going for a lot of third t- party support, I do agree that it is um, kind of underpowered. But if they're, if they're looking just to do a lot of remakes, like um, Skyrim, Skyrim will run on it because it was originally a, a Xbox 360 game. Is it a special edition? Because if it's just wrong. a standard edition, which I have a feeling it probably will be because Nintendo, um, it'd be funny. Well, it'd be I, funny. I have to echo what Jordan said earlier, right? It's like, I mean, you could buy and Skyrim. And then they release a special edition for the Wii U version. The oh and then God. they release a special edition for the, yeah. the Switch version. <laughs> well... I have to echo what Jordan said earlier, right? It's like, sure, Skyrim's fun. You could buy Skyrim on the Switch, but you could also buy Skyrim on the 360 and the PS3 uh, on fucking PC, right? It's like, why would you get it on the Switch when there's so many more options? I bet you right? Switch I mean, won't even have mods, no Nintendo. Yeah, I, I would... Not Nintendo fucking surprised me, okay? If you, if Skyrim has mods for the Wii U, then that's great, but it would fucking surprise me. I didn't really think mods would, like, be their aim. I think their aim was just they'll Skyrim on the go. Yeah, like prob- that's yeah. who would yeah. want to play Skyrim like. on the go? Let's be real. You could, you well, can I mean, do there, that. There certainly is a market. You can it, do, be cool, you can though. do that on I the Vita. Anyway. You can do uh, remote play on your Vita. What the fuck are you gonna? What on the tube? You gonna use the tube internet to use fucking remote play, Bish? I got a three G PS Vita. I can do that yeah. if I wanted to. And I know, Bish. This is well. I mean, not everyone has a three D Vita. No, no, three Vita. Three G Vita. Yeah, I'll have a three um, Vita. But maybe That'd be pretty cool though, Sony. You know, like team up with Nintendo. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There's a difference between remote play and play- taking the damn console on the go. <laughs> yeah. Um, in regards to the rest of the, the rest of the kind of specs, it's a bit weird. It's like I don't know. Like when we talk about 720p and and stuff like that. It's uh, it's it's like another tablet, cheap plastic thing screen. That done. 720p. You know, honestly, I've run Breath of the Wild on it. Like when I when I was trying out my friend's um, 
my friend Switch, I actually ran Breath of the Wild on it. It looks pretty good. I know, good. but like, it, it actually, does. The, the screen it, actually it's funny that we, we're, we're on the cusp of 4K gaming, and we're still rolling with 720p. Here's my two cents 30 frames this. per second, and then watching Digital Foundry yeah. videos, that game sometimes cannot run so well. 720p, 30fps, what is this? 2007, right? I mean, no offense, right? But the thing is, my, my point here within... It's not bad, Joe, I agree with you. And my, from my experience, it looks pretty nice, right? It's not like you're getting constant frame drops and it looks like shit. But um, you have to keep in mind a few things here. Firstly, this is one month after launch. Breath of the Wild is a launch game, right? So if you have to downgrade to 720p 30fps on a game that's available on launch, what sort of downgrade can we expect from games in the future, right? I'm not gonna- I don't want to fucking downgrade by that much when everyone's playing on fucking 4K. Especially on Digital Foundry's channel that the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild actually isn't that bad compared to the Switch version. So like, they're pretty similar and that's like, ah, why is it running so badly? Yeah, they're just about the same apparently. It's like, I think the only real incentive I see from the Switch version is that you can take it with you. Like on- on commute and that's, stuff. That's another thing that makes me worry about the power. Yeah, it's, it's exactly um, it's two though, and a like, half hours. Though since since I'm picking up a switch, like eventually, like, I'm just gonna wait until I get the switch so I can get the supposedly definitive version because I, I I have no it's small differences, like not many people really care, but like I personally care. Um, just like some shading, like some better shading in the um in the switch version, for example. So I'm probably just gonna wait on that if I'm gonna buy the switch eventually. Kevin, you did mention um power. That two and a half hours that they tested on, on um, Breath of the Wild, that was lowest brightness, Wi-Fi turned off, that was, like, going... Really? Okay, that, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that, but... that's, like, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's running Breath pretty, of the Wild, two and a half. Yeah, that's, like, a really, like, super shitty condition. That's, like, that's like portable gaming within air quotes, you know? Horrible. But that's, that's what Nintendo does, right? <laughs> like, every company does that. When they want to promote battery life, it's like, yeah, you got like eight hours battery in this, assuming you turn off Wi-Fi and you lower your battery and you lower your blah, blah, blah. That's, there's but always that kind of Even if there. you could have it at maximum brightness, Wi-Fi on, you're blasting you wouldn't, on. You would not speaker. last an hour. Two and a half is fucking... Even if two and a half was at maximum settings and everything, two and a half hours in this day and age for a portable console is is a joke. I think the issue here is that like we shouldn't think of the Switch as something that... Well, I mean, like, once it... Let's think of the Switch like this. When, it, when it's taken out of the dock, it becomes a handheld. In that regard, it's a really good handheld. Because it can run, but at the same well. time, my phone compared to like the three D, the compared to like a three D S or a Vita. But the the thing is, but like when you put it inside like the dock, it you put it inside the dock okay. itself, like you it gets the power. This is boost. this is the issue I have at the moment is that there are there are certain phones right that have a very large battery, you know, more than four thousand milliamp hours, and you know it can last ages, and it's got more than thirty two gigabytes of space and. But higher resolution, more RAM. There are phones with five gigs RAM. But, at the but moment, then again, then again, to be fair, to be fair, to play Devil's Advocate, those phones are what nine hundred dollars. No, they're like what four hundred, four hundred, six hundred dollars. The Switch, after buying everything and the game, will will be closer to six hundred dollars. So it's it's a bit ridiculous the fact that there's there are phones out there that have better specs than the Nintendo's flagship console. It's a bit. It's a bit upsetting, you know, it, okay, look, there's some really interesting points here that the fact that it uses cartridges instead of discs, I am an advocate of cartridges, I do think they are better, right? But, you know, 
much better because um, you you can't scratch them. And you, personally, for me, when I buy, I don't like buying pre-owned games only because I feel that mm, someone has used this. It's going to be in shit condition, but with the cartridge, you can't... And Nintendo cares enough to give their cartridges flavor. Exactly, yes. And then everyone fucking makes videos of themselves doing exactly what why, they Why can they make it delicious, right? Here's the thing, Ke Kevin, Kevin, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't like opening a game uh, that, that has a disc, and after tasting it, tastes like just plain plastic. That offends yeah, me. Yeah, but... It's like... Like, like, why doesn't the company care about the people who who are considered? Why about can't this kind we have um, flaming hot Cheeto flavor? editions of games. Legend exactly. of Zelda, why don't, ha why don't I flavor. now have a flaming hot Cheeto flavor? Oh god, copy I just pictured that. Imagine they Duty. did. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if Call Mountain of Duty Dew had flavor. like you know Mountain Dew, you know Cod XP 2017. That would be amazing. But... <laughs> I would love that. The Mountain Dew flavor is like a red cartridge, is it? I know what, no, it's a, it's a green cartridge. Doritos is like a red cartridge. And if you, if you touch it a little bit, the dust gets on. Oh, they can do they can do so a Taco Bell though. like um thing and have like a Baja Blast <laughs> and everything. That would be amazing. Coincidentally, infant deaths through choking on the a cartridge rise significantly. <laughs> I still find that funny though, and it's very interesting because the the initial reason they decided to give flavor to the Switch cartridges was because they wanted to prevent infants. Exactly. But it's weird. Like swallowing. 3DS never had that. I. I I think that they did it for that, but I, I mean, I think we can like chunk. I think we can write that down to the fact that Nintendo wanted to be a little more cautious this time. Yeah, that and a part of me feels that hey, you know what? It, it's a publicity stunt of sorts in a way, because you know what? You tell everyone that hey, we're doing something new. We're adding this super shitty flavor to our cartridges. Uh, like, no one even knew about it. Just like the giant bomb just stuck in their mouth. <laughs> oh, Kevin, realistically. As much as interesting as it is that a tar cartridge has flavor, nobody's gonna buy a Switch because that's flavor. Like a, a, a no, no, but you will make flavor. videos about it and share it, yeah. and it will pr generate discussion. Like I was so confused when I first saw it. Um, I remember seeing an Elena Pierce video. I choose from IGN. I mean, I was like, is she drunk? Is this Naples Fools vid, Alana? But nope. It was it was the cartridge thing was actually legit. <laughs> so you want to know a good publicity stunt? Give different flavors to each copy of the same game so they can collect each game and can we have them. a taste test please comparing different games like like, like a buzzfeed taste test one dollar cartridge versus one thousand dollar no it's like a jelly bean did Couchup's like we're gonna beat buzzfeed to this they went and bought a like a chicken from like walmart and like they're like taste the chicken eat the taste legend of zelda he's like oh i want to taste one two switch <laughs> And then like oh no, I remember Angry Joe did that too. And then like freaking, hilarious. no, it'll be like a jelly beans bag where it just has different copies of like us the same game, and it's like three hundred dollars. I know that's the first thing Cowshop did. They're like, we're gonna beat Buzzfeed to this. That's hilarious. <laughs> I respect that. Moving on from the flavored cartridges, there's one thing I do want to mention. A last point about car cartridges. Main problem with cartridges is that they're not Blu-rays. They can't hold as much information. That's another thing. So you can't have on the right side though. It saves you a lot of space. It does. Speaking of space, speaking of space, um, I don't think we've mentioned the 32 gate. Well, Bish mentioned it briefly, but we haven't talked about it as a group yet. Is it me? Or does 32 gigs of space for a fucking it's home console? Okay. Let's be real. It, it's, it's not 32 gigs. It's 20-something after it's 20 the, the something OS gigs. is installed. My fucking phone has about that much space, and I'm not downloading games I just, on it. Okay. It's, it's something I'm confused about more than hate it, because it's like... 
And me- memory yeah, is so just, fucking cheap just, nowadays. Why look, are... You can't download... Here's the thing. If you try to download Legend of Zelda, you're not going to fit it in, thir- in like 28 gigs. It's more no, of... The hey, digital hey, download actually is, is remember, 13.4. You remember, you remember how expensive it is to buy the game. system? And all yeah, I know. Stuff? It's still ridiculous, but I have to make a correction. Nonetheless. Yeah. It's like it's so expensive by the system and all of accessories, but guess what? Gotta buy some memory too. <laughs> Let, let's buy the cheapest memory available. You know, but it, this is it, this is where it gets interesting, Kevin, because um, in the breakdown video there was mm-hmm. a lot where the memory was attached, and I'm talking about um, storage. Where the storage was attached, there was multiple slots for, as in I, soldered I, to the motherboard. I'm not talking oh, about okay, I'm not talking okay. about micro SD. I'm talking about m- stuff that's installed on the motherboard, right? And there was a multiple slots for that potentially to come in. So Nintendo have effectively made their motherboard in such a way to kind of future-proof the Switch. They might it might be the case that they will come out with bigger like I'm guessing probably around Christmas time they're going to come out with hey this is a 120 gigabyte console or here is our <laughs> or you know what I mean I don't. Oh my god. Yeah, Jordan's reaction. Why is that? Jordan's funny, reaction right? just he just fucking died. There's just 120 gigs. Why, why is that funny? I don't Holy think that's funny, shit. right? Because there are we're comparing this to a tablet, and most tablets have that. PC thing. Master Race, take that bitches. No, 120 gigabytes. I look over my PS4 and PS4 PS4 has 7,000 gigabytes in it. No, no, but seriously, oh, no, 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 Kevin, 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 I, Kevin, I swear to God, if you try to bring any more of your PC Master Race bullshit into this, I'm going to come to your house and give you one up the bum bum. <laughs> up the bum bum, Joe, what the hell? The, the choice of words is fantastic. This isn't, this isn't, this has nothing to do with PC Master Race, though, okay? Fucking consoles have, okay, what, so one the, the PS4 and now. Xbox One, let's not they launched with half half a okay. terabyte let's not forget like, that um, what's the let's not forget xbox 360 had 20 gigabytes when it first was and then and then they in- introduced a four gigabyte console remember that let's remember that four gigabyte console right that when they launched ps4 and xbox one had over 15 times the fucking amount of memory as the switch Okay, it's not fucking memory is not expensive. No, it's okay? not. It's it not. Is, it, wait, you, wait, wait, you could wait. buy a goddamn hey, look, USB. Look, look, memory is not expensive when you're using hard drive. Bear in mind, this is an SSD. This is an SSD. SSD. They is, could do better than thirty-two. No, no, no. SSDs are similar. Bear in mind, it's not like an SSD like a the ones that you put in your computer. Those are relatively cheap. This is one that's sold uh, sold uh, soldered onto the motherboard, right? Those are a very expensive SSDs, Kevin. So we let's let's take that into consideration. They're not going to be that. Ex- that's flash memory. As a consumer, as a consumer, I have to reiterate. As a consumer, I don't give a shit about the details. All I know is that for four hundred dollars, I'm getting a, a console Kevin, if you want, that has thirty-two. If gigs. you want to pay an extra four hundred dollars for a one terabyte SSD, be my guest. No, no, look, 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 you're missing my point entirely here, bitch. No, 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 okay. Kevin, Kevin, they're, the, like, you... I understand what also, you're saying. Also, no, let, me, let me finish, no, there, let me there finish. There are also people... Let me finish. What I'm trying, all I'm trying to say is that, yes, understandably, it's expensive, okay? But the way it's designed, right? There are consumers out there who don't give a shit about the fucking details because they don't know much about the way hardware works, right? And all they see is for $400, okay, regardless of the reasons behind it, they are getting a console 
with 32 gigs of memory that can hold, you know, what, three this is, digital this is a AAA solution game. for Nintendo. If Nintendo are listening, they should have done the same thing that they done with the 2DS. The 2DS launched with a memory card. There was a memory card in the box. They should have done the same thing with the Switch. Like, hey, look, we're giving. What they did with the Switch is very similar to the to the Wii U because I think with the Wii U, the reason it was a little lower in price was because they give they. They didn't put but the thing memory. is with the Wii U, you can um, use an external they, hard drive. Yeah, that's what we, I'm saying. Like, they, they, you can't yeah, do it on can't do There are micro SD XC. Oh. The, problem with, the problem with storing games on micro SD cards is that it's not like a hard drive. They are very slow. Also, it can be micro SD XC cards and not normal micro SD cards. They are not the same thing. Um, so, to my knowledge, the SD XC cards are more, expe more expensive than your, your standard... Um, SD cards. That's that may be why they chose not to include it with, um, with the console as much as I would have liked it. That's probably one of the reasons why they didn't do it. Yeah, let's look at the bright side. At least it isn't eight gigabytes. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't understand why they would they would release an eight gigabyte Wii U at launch. Oh, oh I forgot about god. that. Jeez, let's just suppress that memory and not talk about the Wii U anymore. I mean, I've said this multiple I think times. But because I, Nintendo, I think the Wii U for Nintendo is like the forgotten child. It's like the Tiffany for Trump. Well, you know? there's, like... there's like <laughs> there's like the Virtual Boy as well. Let's not let's not forget about Virtual uh, Boy. We do not we do not we do not speak that name on this podcast. He, he who shall right. not be named. Voldemort. Yes, um, but you know, speaking of battery, it just I wish it was re I wish it was replaceable. Right, like I mean, get memory. Okay, can be upgraded. For I, I hope that they upgrade the battery also, because we we mentioned that it's two and a half hours when you port it. It is, but when it's portable, right? But it's not removable, so you can't replace it. And imagine, you know, what two years from now when your battery's depleted. Well, that was like between two point five and six point. Two point five and six point five, but two point five was for like a, a graphically intensive game like Breath of the Wild, right? Imagine oh, right. two years from now when that battery's depleted, you can't replace the battery. If you want to take your play Breath of the Wild portable right what's on on what with minimum brightness without wi-fi what is it going to be uh, one hour yeah 45 yeah. minutes what you, right? can, it's what you can do is that you can um, bring a portable charger the only issue is with these portable chargers is that i don't know how much the plug the plug to charge the the how many amps or watts it is but i do know it's in considerably it's considerably lower than um the the amperage for the uh for like a portable charger so it will take i don't know how long it takes to charge i think it takes like um um i don't know how long it takes for the wii for sorry for the nintendo switch to charge but i do know it takes like a couple of not maybe like eight hours or nine hours for a full charge on uh, a portable charger which is a bit it's also important not to use devices like those while it's charging because they'll just deplete the battery faster. Yeah, but if you're if you're on the go and you need you need that extra playtime on Zelda or you you're you're in an incredible match I on know, Splatoon, but like in long term is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? We don't know, right? But uh, it's 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 nice that they put USB-C, but it's like Nintendo, you didn't need USB-C. I understand why they did it, but you didn't need USB-C. It's like it's an unnecessary thing. Right, because yes, you can charge through it, and you can H do this whole HDMI output and whatever, but it's not it's not needed. Do you have anything else to say about the any details that are revealed during the general presentation, guys? All right, I I think we can move on to the more 
exciting and less frustrating part. Yes. We'll, the we'll part see that, if it's less frustrating. Because so far, we've shat all, all over the Nintendo Switch, right? And this is I why mean, Nintendo good, hates but... me. Well, no, no, no. We... No, no, here's the thing. We didn't... We may have... We've had some criticism, mm -hmm. but we're not shitting We're not over. hating we, on we it. Gave some it's not like Yozara, where we don't have... It's not like Yozara, where Yozara has no redeeming Yoz qualities no, whatsoever, right? Stop. The Switch does have redeeming qualities. Switch we're just criticizing not, it Switch because we love Yozara. it. Stop this. It's like it isn't because it would like be it. an insult to compare the Switch to Yozara because the Switch is a, a lot better than that. Anyways, no, Yozara um, is a lot better like than said, the Switch. <laughs> Fuck you, Kevin. Um, you can't do that. I think to that my we're wife. all really excited about the games, right? Yeah. You know, we we all want to play one two Switch. That's what people are buying the, the Switch for, obviously. <laughs> so let's Xenoblade talk about games, too. guys. Okay. Um, so um, with the one two Switch, I'm gonna beat you all with the shooty thingy. What the draw? <laughs> then we got. I'm gonna be the world's most MLG cow milker. Oh my god! What the, the fuck is that about? That's weird. Be careful, Peter <laughs> might go after you. Yeah, Peter. I I saw that. I was like, really, really, Peter. But it, that's milker. a bit. Weird. Why would you want to milk a cow in count, a game? Count the balls in the box. Just a whole yeah, variety a, of it's a, it's it's, kind of, it's really sexual, guys. right? You're feeling the balls in your hand as they. That's that's weird. First of all, second of all, you're I, milking a cow ball, and it looks like you're masturbating. Ooh, no, it's three <laughs> I love how I thought we just said that. Let's try not to shit on the switch so much anymore, and then we go on to run two switch. We're doing just that. No, again. because effectively it's a it's a tech demo that they included. Yeah, sixty dollar sixty dollar tech demo. They they could. It's a have you guys joke. ever seen Game Grumps try playing One Two Switch? No, I haven't. Yeah. And I I've want been watching, to. It's been, so funny. I've been watching Cow oh Chop. I've been watching Cow Chop play it. It's hilarious seeing them pl seeing somebody play the cow game is just. It's an weird, experience. man. Like the the boxing oh thing God. is okay, right? I I don't mind that. That, that kind of reminds me of those old school Wii days of boxing. Oh, wait. Yeah, you the, mean for arms? What you switch? No, is so no, cheap. not arms. I'm. Um, talking about the one-two switch. It's like a, a dumbed-down version of that, which is kind of insulting. Um, but what what other games? It was like the the draw. Like, okay, that's fine. Oh, here I, I have a list here. I can. There's uh, baseball. Just, just like a couch chop and baseball. Like it's like it's so the game's so cheap. Like he would just sit there and barely move his wrist behind his back, and boom, the James would keep missing the ball. He'd be like, "When'd you throw it?" And be like, "Oh, and there's not, and he'd move his wrist and keep throwing the balls." Once you switch, switch is so is, bad. Ugh, it should it should have been like I I wouldn't be shitting on it so much. I, I'd excuse it if it was a pack-in game. Oh yeah, it was yeah. A which game. it should have been a pack-in game, but you know, you know, it should that that game is a pack-in game. Fucking that, that we we sports. Got, they're like, is like we miles lost, above this shit. They're like you know? we, we lost so much money in the Wii U that we have to take this packing game and try to get it's some money so bad though it's, it's, un saps. it's unfortunate honestly because there'll be some poor mother out there or father that buys this game for their kids and like hey hey johnny the same guy that that translated guy his his parents buy, buy him this wow and he's no, like, it's like it's bad like, enough i got i i got fired by nintendo now i have to play this shit johnny just and johnny johnny's of, like of internal punishment man he, he has no happy life here no it, it's like it's like the one scene from the simpsons when bart's opening his present and then Mar <laughs> Mario's like, oh, like, all the kids are playing, and they always like, oh, you got me with the what? And he just sees one, two, switch, he looks Johnny, at Mar just Mar just Johnny's smiling gonna at eat him. that cartridge. He's like, oh, oh, no, no, but it's like, jo Johnny be like, mom, so did you get me the Nintendo yeah, Switch? You know, one, two, wild, switch, like I wanted? one, two, She's switch like, is what There's they no eat. Breath of the Wild left, so I got you one, two, switch. And just what, one, crying. two, switch is the kind of game that they give you in, like, North Korean detention camps. Like, that's what you... That's oh what God. you do there. No, like the 
That's wow, internal wow. punishment for life. That's what they do. I don't know, dude, that's kind of stretching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is pretty shit. That's I what I feel, man. That. You know, let's not spend too much time on a crappy game. Let's talk about the actual Yeah, let's, let's not spend things. time comparing a video game to Korean prisons. Well, I mean, it is an apt comparison in his defense. You have the sound effect of right. Switch. Just um, make the sound effect here, here, and switch uh, to the next game. We're done with the one to switch Let's go through um, a couple of the games, just so our audience is aware of what games there are and just refresh our memories. All right. Uh, of so the other games the that aren't as great as one to switch you know. Yeah, there's everything these are, pales these in are the lower tier games, but you know, if you want to buy them, it's up. Yeah, like Breath of the Wild, especially, it's pretty niche. You know, not many people know about Zelda, right? So people might enjoy that title. There's also Just Dance, which is you know the game that game of you the have year to buy right behind one to switch. Actually, when you buy One Two Switch, you also buy Just Dance, the combo. There's also combo um, Skylanders, Imaginators, and Super Bomberman R, both of which have very um, big esports communities. For things that are coming out, so Snap Clips is, I believe, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is coming out in April. Arms is coming out. Splatoon whoa, 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 2. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Snipper Clips. Well, Snipper Clips is out, but I just need to say that is one of the cutest games I have ever seen. Like, I really want. Snipper clips. And it has a charm to it. Like it's like a co it's like a co-op game. You play, like you play as a couple people just doing these different tasks. Like oh, you need to get a basketball into a hoop, or you need to get these baby, ch you need to, like freeze um baby chicks. But do you feel that it's just more shovelware? No, uh, it is actually. No, it's it actually is, actually looks. Like, it, I've been yeah, it actually I've been watching really Couch Shop play. It's pretty funny watching him play. Well, uh, it's they a made good time a they, they on, on accident they made a multi-tool Nazi symbol on one of them and completed the level. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they were just cutting and they beat it. It's like, and James goes, "I won as the Nazi symbol." He's like, "What?" <laughs> Other than Snipper Clips, there's also Mario Kart Puyo, 8. Puyo Puyo Tetris, isn't it as well? Oh, the, really Tetris, Puyo, Puyo, the Tetris, Tetris game too. with waifus. See, that's all. That's all that bitch sees it as. Like, who cares about Puyo Puyo? Who cares about Tetris? I just want to play Tetris with anime. That's what. Gross. That's it. That's that's like. Criminal girls. Imagine that, but with Tetris. I would love that. The next, so the next level top criminal tier girls because it's prison two. with women. Uh, there's also Arms Splatoon 2, which I know Joe's looking forward to. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors. Holy shit! I want to talk I, about I need... that because that game. Oh. I have so much respect, but at the same time, I don't know how it would work out because he loves. I Koei love Koei Tecmo, Tecmo, but I I do know that the game is not going to be published by Koei Tecmo. Here, it's just going to be published by Nintendo. Um, Koei Tecmo are the, the people making the game. But the way forward, it I have a feeling it's going to be very similar to Hyrule Warriors. And it, yeah, it's it's because it's Team Ninja that are making this game as well. Let's let's let's. It'll probably have its own like Fire Emblem mechanics, though. Like how with um, Hyrule Warriors, it had like Zelda. It did, obviously. but it's not. It's yeah. not. I don't think it will be like nothing super major. Major, right? That will deviate. Uh, like, yeah, from... no, no major changes. Like it's not going to be like turn -based. No, it's not. Yeah, it's unfortunately, not. it's going to be like a Dynasty Warriors game, but with with I mean, Fire Emblem. I, I don't necessarily mind that because I'm getting into Dynasty Warriors a little bit as well, and I love. I fucking love the crap out of Fire Emblem, right? So it's something that interests me. It, uh, it seems also super... like a, a cash, gra cash grab from Nintendo because they do know that... It sort of does. It, because they've seen the trend, with because obviously Dynasty Warriors is very popular in Japan, and they're like, okay, we got this IP. We might as well just apply the same thing. It worked with Zelda, and it obviously it's worked with Gundam, it's worked with One Piece, and a bunch of other anime games as well. Even Attack on Titan got their own sort of Musou game. So... It's, it's worked in Japan, it sells well, and they're like, okay, fuck it, we'll just do it. I wouldn't be surprised if they'd done like a Dynasty Warriors Pokemon crossover in a couple of years' time, because that will probably happen. And they actually did. It's something for both fans of Fire Emblem and uh, Dynasty Warriors to look forward to. I don't, Other than that, 
I don't necessarily think it's for fans of Dynasty Warriors, right? Because, like I said, I, it, I think so. Because I mean, the mechanics are based. It, it is a Fire Emblem, sure. He's saying it's like a mix. It is a mix, exactly. I mean, because I believe that in its core, if it's anything like Hyrule Warriors, right? It is. It, it, Hyrule Warriors was a Zelda game, right? But at its core, it was uh, mainly in terms of mechanics a, a Warriors game, right? With a few. For me, Zelda it's like that. I didn't want to buy Hyrule Warriors, not not because if I because I didn't have a Wii U, but it's just it's just like, okay, I don't want to buy Hyrule Warriors. It doesn't feel like a game that would interest me, mainly because the the style. The style is very different from um, regular Warriors games, obviously because it is is running on shitty hardware. Uh, my apologies for calling the hardware shitty, but you know. Um, what do you mean? They should never gonna sorry, shut sorry. up about shitting on the, the hardware. <laughs> you know, I was you can't at the same don't apologize for the truth. Here's the thing, back to Hyrule Warriors, it did give us one of the best um, Legend of Zelda waifus, so I can't which, complain about which that. Which waifu? Give us Sia. You mean Linkle? Well, I you mean, like Linkle, it, it, as you? much as you want to hate on Hyrule Warriors, Bish, we can all say with confidence that it's less of a joke than Pokken. Um, moving on, though, there is Kevin. Super there was no need for that. Best, best there joke. was no okay. need for that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't hold bring myself Bring it full circle. Back. I'm, um, but see now you're really now you're getting two up the bum bum. Just rubbing it salt in the wound, but um, <laughs> rubbing salt up the again. Bum -bum. Let, 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 let's let's actually um move on to good games, unlike Pokemon, and talk about Super Mario Odyssey. And I'm done. Okay, I'm, I'm, jo I'm Joe, done with you. To Kevin. make it up to you, we're going to talk about Super Mario Odyssey. And Xenoblade Chronicles. This too. this is interesting. Xenoblade is one of the one so, of the and, um, Switch games and that one I two really, Switch, really that care was that about. one really cool mini game. No, like I really here's the thing, I'm really interested in Xenoblade too, because like, I'm not gonna spoil the original Xenoblade Chronicles, but like well because this is Xenoblade 2 is a, unlike Xenoblade Chronicles X is a direct sequel to the original Xenoblade. So I'm wondering because after the end of the first Xenoblade, I'm actually very curious about like it's, I'm actually confused about how they're going to like continue that it's like it, we race start like we're not starting with shulk like shulk is nowhere to be found in xenoblade 2 <laughs> he's dead <laughs> no possibly maybe he'll be like the old man who's like who actually saves you in the end i don't know but anyway it's it's very interesting to me i really like what they're going for so far it's interesting how they're changing the art style it's like if you compare like xenoblade chronicles and xenoblade chronicles 2 like xenoblade chronicles 2 has a very like um anime-esque style yeah well here's the thing xenoblade the original xenoblade chronicles was from japan too but that looked very like it's like they're trying to like make a certain style oh, yeah. of human no like, i'm just saying like it being a style is not a surprise from where it's coming from it's just i'm surprised they changed the style i thought they'd be consistent but i mean like if it's like a new game like set in the same universe well it's it, xenoblade you know, was the same universe but i mean like in this like in the area similar to like bionis and mechanis um then i then i guess all i can do right now is just see how it goes like i'll put faith in them since like they did a good job with xenoblade and xenoblade x they went from looking humans to like anime characters <laughs> Needless they wanted to say, real life I waifus that, i think we can all agree that oh, i don't play xenoblade chronicles personally even though i'd probably want to get into it if i get a so it's always looked cool yeah, it, it looks very, cool. It's and definitely a long game, but it, it's definitely worth all of your time. It's one of the games. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the games that I think people would actually buy the Switch for, right? Uh, along with Super Mario uh, Galaxy, which uh, I think looks pretty Odyssey. fucking awesome. 
uh, one thing I want to know about it is that this game, everyone is always talking about um, the height of Mario. Like, what? how tall is Mario, right? But this game compares him to humans. And it's weird. It's like, he obviously, because he's like in, I don't know if he's in New York or, or whatever, but... The sequel to Sonic Adventure looks great. They're I, all aliens. It, it's, it, they're like double his, or triple his height. And it's like, is Mario just... No, I'm normally short. Mario's or... supposed to be human, though, right? So, and he's not even drawn the same style, though, bitch, right? Because humans, the humans in the background, they're they're drawn like normal humans, and Mario is in his cartoony like. What if this movie? I mean, well, yeah, actually, what if this game secretly underneath everything was a sequel to the Mario live action movie? No, don't remind me of that. Really, don't. That was the shittest film of all time. The very end credit. The very end. They they transform to the movie. No. Like after you finish the game, saw, that's the um, deal. I just saw something very funny online. Like it was just, it was a bit of green text. And forgive me if anyone gets offended by this, but it was basically like basically it was like why is Mario why is Mario so small? Like is he like is he human? Like in some way response, like no, he's Italian. Oh my god, that's, oh, that's awfully bad, but terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, Joe, That's I don't know how many levels of hell there are, but I think you're going to the lowest one for that. <laughs> hey, somebody on somebody on 4chan said it, not me. Oh no, man, I heard you say this. Don't make excuses. And they just signed Joe. I'm sorry if I oh, offended is, anyone, quite, but I, I, I... Quite weird, though, because is he... Is... Like, how does this work? Like, in... Like, the game is very interesting. It does remind me a lot of um, Super Mario 64. As well as Mario Galaxy. So I was like, okay, this seems very cool. And the fact that it's set in the real world. I want to know how the hell Mario got into this New York place. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I want to know how he got into into New York. Well, or... I think it's just one of the worlds. Yeah, but I want to know, is 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 he going to be traveling to other worlds? Like, is, is he going to be in Shinjuku, for example? Or is he going to be, like, um, in London? Or I want to know that. I want to know how this i want to know more about the game right i want to know more about um whether or not it's just set in the whole real world and he all of the different um because you know how mario galaxy was different planets and stuff or does he take a plane because <laughs> there is a there is a plane on the logo so does he take a plane to london and he's waiting for his like starbucks and shit or i want to know oh no no he because if you see the trailers he actually has a ship they travel mushroom in. kingdom is actually monster yeah well, it's actually it's, a different version of monster like, island it's supposed to be like Super Mario 64 where it's like you you're in you're put in a world and you're just exploring and doing like different things it's like that's what I really like about it it's like bringing back like the style to Mario 64 while mixing it with like the galaxy exactly vibes. and I love I love galaxy I love 64 so I think this this is a reason to get the switch I'm not gonna be saying that outright but I do think you know Nintendo do know how to make first party yeah, exactly. I mean, as as much slack as Mario gets, like for for its popularity, like the Mario is without a doubt like a reason, like one reason to get a console. I also thought some worker coming out of a building in New York and said, "That goddamn short Italian, why does he keep jumping and putting dents in my car?" Oh God, yeah, like Mario hanging around like fucking New York with people speaking with like super heavy Boston accents, you know? But what? Wait, wait, wait. It's in New York speaking with Boston accents? What? Oh, wait. No, shit. Never mind. It's like, hey, Mario, used. what the fuck is with you? Hey. Uh, hey, hey, Mario. Hey, Mario. You, you, <laughs> Mario As a run, Mario is actually... <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> Mario is running the fucking mob in the city. You know, he's actually like the Don. The, yeah. The, <laughs> no, it's like Mario's trying to take a taxi. It's like, hey, Mario, was it? We don't take coins. We take cash. You know, I want, why why I does want, he sound uh, like Bowser from like Godzilla? <laughs> you know, like Mario, Mario, super small. I want, I want Bowser to be like a. 
kaiju monster. Just like this, like everything's out of proportion. He comes in, <laughs> run! <laughs> you know, I could just imagine Shigeru Miyamoto just high when thinking about this game because I think that would be honestly, I, I just. Seeing certain Pokemon, I think that's actually part of Nintendo's creative process sometimes, honestly. But well, well, I mean, nonetheless, I'm excited for Mario Odyssey. Like, I they can't wait to Snoop Dogg as one of the 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 guest game developers. You know how my uh, like featuring some you know how my secret and featuring the original developers of Grand Theft Auto. That's how I developed this game. No, I was like, I remember E3 last year when they showed Battlefield One and they talked to Snoop Dogg. I was like, so what's your secret being so good? And he had he was smoking weed. He's like, this is my secret. See, that's that's what they should do, man. They should have him in the adverts and shit. That'd be great. I would love it. They should get some former rock sort of Mar Mario Mario developers to help with Nintendo, like to help with Mario Odyssey. The the interesting thing is though, I I've noticed that when Miyamoto-san when he's talking about the Switch, he's not like passionate about it. Like he's not the same Miyamoto that I've seen. Like when you know, even with the Wii U, he was super excited about it. It's like the Switch is not is not like he's not super gassed about it, right? He's not. He's getting he's old. Practice the rest of Nintendo. Like I like your gimmicks. Uh, we're gonna slow you down the Switch. We probably some crazy ideas like stop we don't want to fail again no like Miyamoto I love you to death you have done so much for his industry and I love you but never touch the Paper Mario series ever again I just cannot get behind like the decisions that Miyamoto if, series, if, but, if but, you're listening please sponsor us oh I know we should talk to you like I know we should talk about one two switch a lot but could you please he has nothing us? he has nothing to do with one two switch I don't think Miyamoto was like you know what this is gonna be I'm gonna put my stamp on this game this I is hope, gonna I be my game hope one two switch gets like like they, they, they do e3 press conference they do what sony does at the end and like we have one more thing and they just announce a one two switch sequel you, somehow. you know <laughs> what it reminds me of um you know one two switch that that guy that ran for the presidential election uh bush uh you, you remember please clap that that's the switch that's one two switch that please clap moment it's just desperation from nintendo please clap that's what it felt like finally to round off the list there is another final game that has been announced. And by the way, if you aren't aware, most of the games, sadly, that we've been talking about uh, on this list are ha have yet to been released. Have to yet to be released. On the bright side, no, it's all honest. coming this year. I it's love... all coming this year, but not right now. But well, then again, right. days can change. I love yeah. how we actually ignored Zelda. We early on we were talking about Switch. You know, we want to Switch, and we're like, oh yeah, Zelda is a niche child. Play if you want to, and we I never talked about it since then. Well, I mean, I don't think we, we need to say anything, <laughs> right? Because everyone <laughs> knows like, about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like, everyone knows about Breath of the Wild. Like, I guess, like, well, the point we just wanted to talk about the Switch itself. We, yeah. Like, we, games that aren't we there about yet a lot of, are more interesting. I know we talked about a lot can of other games, talk about, but I mean, like, that was, was just going on tangents. Can we talk about um, games that we want to see that haven't been announced? That's what I want to Metroid, definitely. Um, I want a sequel to, to The World Ends With You, which will never happen. You know what I want to see, and and also um, Octopath Traveler, because that's a great title. <laughs> that name. Like I, here's the thing. Like I, I need to say this. Like Square Enix, if you're listening, I will, I, I will like give up my life if it means making another world. What the hell, Joe? <laughs> and giving up. I will kill myself if you make this game. Joe, I'll play. No, like, I'll, I will give them everything they have your memory. if it means making a world ends with you, another world ends with you game, because. I don't want this world to end without a sequel. I'll play. I'll play that game. Joe died for this. <laughs> That's what it has on the covers. This game. 10 out of 10. Joe died for this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, here's the thing. They teased something that looked like a sequel back in, I back when the Solar Remix port was released on mobile devices. And they haven't sent anything since. <laughs> like, they're they've been leaving me in suspense for months. Not months. They've been leaving me in suspense for years. 
The, I've been waiting the, the so Half-Life long. The Half-Life 3 community laughs at you, Joe. They laugh at you. Is there even a community for see, that? We're talking about Half-Life 3. What you, I want to see what happens to freaking Neko Sakuraba. Um, one game that I did want to see on the Switch, and I forgive me for saying this, is Persona 5. And I'll explain myself here. A lot of people, a lot of people are like, "Oh, why Persona 5?" Like, it's it's generally noted that every Persona games has a portable version, and there is no way that we're gonna see a Persona 5 portable on the Vita. The reason I say this is because it can't. There is no way they can. The Vita it won't, it won't run, run the game. game. But one console that can would be Switch. And the reason I say this is because the Switch is more powerful than PlayStation 3, and there's a PlayStation 3 port of Persona 5. So I, I honestly think that if they are gonna go with, it'd be closer to the PS4 version too. It would, it would be close. It would be like a slightly shitty. Well, I can't say shitty because P5. Well, is no, not necessarily shitty. It, it just no. It's more like it's a toned down like version. A, a but slight. It a slightly toned down, but still. Yeah, really because even the version. PlayStation 3 version of Persona 5 is great. So, um, it'll be slightly better version than the PS3 version, and they can include uh, extra social, uh, sorry, confidants, um, extra personas, and kind of like what they did with Golden, right? Or maybe if they don't want to include extra, maybe if they don't want to include extra personas, they could include a female protagonist. Thing here is though, or they could in they could include another person that. Gives you another palace. Yeah, well, they say, can since it's on PS4, how games are now, they could easily just say, "Hey, it's been a year and a half. Here's a DLC. Here's a DLC. You guys can buy. Change up a lot of stuff." This is this is they, another. They, thing. they, they, yeah, they, they, they could, could do something. They could do an expansion. They could do something that like some some like Marie, where like they it's an, another character that has some importance in the. They story. could do that. Like I said, they could do that. But it's always well known that they have a portable version. Even since the beginning, they've re-released those games for PSP because obviously Japan has a very strong portable market, and we've seen. Persona Q that did quite kind of well on 3DS, right? So um, there is that kind of market. I just there. hope we don't see. I just hope we don't see Persona Five dancing all night. I hope not. It's just. It's only because Yu Narakami. No, it right? worked with Four because they had recent and Yu Narakami and, and Konami and Konami. Well, but like it just will not work it, with Persona well, Five. Uh, why can't you have An dancing and Morgana? I would. No, no. It would be cringy, <laughs> right? It just wouldn't fit. It would be totally be cringy, funny to because, watch. especially with the tone of the game. It's like, oh, this person. Like and it Persona 4 <laughs> like, hey, let's dance. It works Persona 4 because of its tone and theme. Like with Persona 5, it just would not work but, at all. But honestly, that's that's the reason I thought Persona 5 would work. And Sony, usually like what Atlas does is like, oh, we have a console exclusive with Sony. But technically, this isn't. A, you can classify the Switch as a... So they could say, okay, this is our portable version. Although they wouldn't call it Persona 5. Technically, it's not. It is and it isn't, right? So I, that's the game I would see. No, I think they'll call it, probably call it Picaro. Kind of like, you know how they have those Picaro versions of um, of the Personas? Like Persona 4 Personas? So I, I think it'll probably be called Persona 5 Picaro. I, maybe. Atlas, please steal oh, my Crimson, ideas and make this Red a seems thing. good. But it sounds weird. Why would they do that? It's not. They, it's, not it's not Senran Kagura to Crimson, right? That would be a bit weird. It's like okay, Golden. I understand that because it's it's like oh, Golden Week. I get it. But Crimson. That's I'm just trying to come up with a name. It wasn't a good name, Jordan. I don't care. I'm, I'm calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they called it Golden because I had a lot of. Oh, okay. no, that's, that's, that's why I was going with reason. Crimson because of the, the red everyone. It was not Crimson Red. <laughs> crimson Red is a bit like a darker hey, red, right? You, okay, you want, you want Persona 5 Red. <laughs> Persona 5 <Fuck> Red. <laughs> Here's Red. <laughs> Persona 5 Ruby Red. That's too much, man. That is too much. Oh, so, yeah, that's one game I want to see on the Switch. Um, 
I, I want to see a lot of expansion. Uh, the, the yellow expansion. There's like Pokemon now. No, we can't. We can't do. We can't get into this. I want to see um, more. More like remakes. Like you did mention having, um, you know, Fallout 4 and things like that. I don't necessarily want to see Fallout 4, but we could potentially see Fallout 3 and New Vegas on the Switch. Mm, well, why would I mean, you want those coming on the Switch? Dude. I don't know. I mean, yeah, let's well, be honest. You know, Remasters they, perhaps would be interesting, but just ports in the last gen, it's like we have I mean, here's plenty the, here's of Here's the thing. Here's the thing, bitch. No one wants to play Fallout 3 anymore. Yeah, but no one wants to play Skyrim anymore, mm. yet they still put Skyrim on there. Oh, no. People still want to play... I assure you, people no, still want to play Skyrim, no, wait, dude. If you already own the game yes. on Xbox yeah, and no. Xbox One and PC, no, no. do you want to play yeah. on the Switch? No. No. We'll say it again. People... Well, no. <laughs> One one well, game I mean, that I'm pe- confused pe- as to why it mm-hmm. doesn't have an announcement well, is Minecraft. I, I, I mean, thought Minecraft given some vans, a, a game for. Oh my god, yeah, Minecraft will work well on that for a while though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why yeah. it wasn't Minecraft. announced or anything. Well, it's called Bugs. There's the no Vita deal, too. right? They would be an interesting idea, sir. I mean, they have the Wii U edition, so like they should bring the Switch. Edition. Yeah, but they would have announced. Never go it wrong with Minecraft. For me personally, um, honestly, I don't know like what particular game I want. Other than, like, in terms of fir- first party titles, obviously, I think we're we're long overdue for a good Metroid, um, right? Because Federation Force was a complete joke and it pissed off so many people. I think Nintendo really needs to capitalize on success they're having with the Switch. And I think they um, kind of hinted at that. Funny enough, with the with the picture of Prime Steak. Well, <laughs> either way, I wish I was joking. <laughs> either way. I, I do hope Metroid. I mean, whether it's like Metroid Prime and that it's first person, or just you know, um, hell, even a- anything like the old Metroid games where it's two D, I'd like to see one. One of those. We've, we're long overdue for a good solid Metroid game, right? The community's fucking been begging for one for years now, so now now's a good time as any, right? But in terms of um, concepts, I just I'm up for any game that incorporates Switch mechanics well, and I'm thinking of Arms right now, right? If they can, arms looks really arms good. Looks, honestly. Arms looks really good. I mean, it may not be the most accurate way of controlling, uh, of playing a fighting game, right? People have brought that up. You know, the Joy Cons aren't good enough for um, for a fighting game. You might not be able to uh, create a really good esports thing out of this. Well, it's supposed right? to be a very different fighting game, mm-hmm. but so like it, it may be different, and that may be uh, unappealing to some people. But I think it's a really novel idea, and I'd like to see more stuff like this that incorporates. And with the Joy Cons and you know the portability and the high the hybridity of the console into its gameplay mechanics, I think that'd be really neat. Yeah, but it would need to be a very unique game for that to work. Yeah, right? but th- that's exactly what what I want. I, I don't. I'm looking for something that's super general, like a AAA. It's title a risk. That. It's a risk, and it's very. It is difficult. a risk. It, like, uh, but, bear in mind, these companies are pouring in money into this. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, unless it has some sort of boost from Nintendo, kind of like, you know, Fire Emblem Heroes, in a way where Nintendo's going to publish it, but they will fund it, they'll give it to a third-party developer to, to make, right? I, I see, if they've done it in that way, I see that working. Anyways, um, anyone else have any games that they want to see on the Switch? I want to see, I want to see Nekopar on no. the Switch. Oh! Uh, they're going to I'm sorry, Kevin. Oh, yeah. That'll be great. But they've, <laughs> they've got an exclusivity deal, so they're never... I know, I'm just saying, that would be a good one to be on Switch, though. That would be great. Um, it would be pretty One nice. game that I did want to mention, Kevin, and I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I, my apologies for anyone listening, um, Honey Pop. Apparently, the the creators of Honey Pop, oh. they did say because they're making their second game. They did say if Nintendo will allow us to publish this game I on the Switch, it. we will do it. And I, I not gonna happen. 
Why? That's my bet. Because I want it to happen. Because it, it's it's a Nintendo, okay? <laughs> Fucking Steam has pro- has a problem with games like that until recently. Nintendo, it's, no, it's a fucking dream. I want, I'm sorry, I it's want never it. gonna happen. Please, no, it's Nintendo. It's no, Miyamoto-san, please. Not not in a thousand years. They, that would fucking go against their the image that they're trying to promote, right? What that if they really What if they were like, you know what? This is our. This is one of our. What if that was a launch title for the Switch? Honestly, Hype up to. Uh, unless you know we live in an alternate dimension where all all of the heads of Nintendo Japan died, probably not gonna happen. They would sell so many consoles if they. Put uh, Kevin, they're gonna die eventually. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. We're gonna take them out. And then Nintendo just turns like a hardcore honeypot machine. You know, Nintendo. <laughs> fun fact: Nintendo used to be a love hotel. So yeah, they're going it's back gonna to their come roots. full circle. Yeah, honeypot virtual reality. Oh my! No, I don't want to imagine that. That sounds wrong. It sounds coming to well. the. I wouldn't want to come into the. I don't want to play the that. next Nintendo console once all the heads are dead. Uh, on PSVR, like the only guy that owns a PSVR at the moment is Jordan. So um, Honey Pop VR, imagine that. Oh well, I didn't. I didn't say I would buy it, but I guess I'll try it out. There you go. You got it. You have to try it out for for uh, research for this podcast. Moving on from the the games, right? Lots of games coming out, not necessarily um, out right now, right? But lots of good games that people want to see coming out in the near future, which is nice. Uh, but right now, what a lot of people are asking themselves is, is it worth it, right? So let's talk about how the industry, how consumers have reacted to the Switch itself, right? Because it, on one side, consumers seem to be pretty damn happy with it, right? Everyone that I've talked to that owns a Switch is really happy with the experience, right? But um, if you look at, go on the web, of course, if you look at some other reviews, um, it's not necessarily bad, right? But it doesn't uh, it's not amazing either. For example, I'm seeing a lot of uh, lots of sevens and eights. So uh, bear, bear in mind those reviews. Those reviews are un, are talking about the console at the at the moment. It's not talking about the, the potential. Exactly. And I think it's very difficult to review consoles, and I commend them for trying. But it's very difficult to review consoles only because you're you're reviewing it at a specific time. You're not taking into consideration. They are aware of that, of course, right? But I mean. We've already talked about uh, the games in the future, right? And, and in a later section, we'll talk about uh, the future of the Switch. But I think that r- the question we have to ask ourselves right now is, um, is it, it, yeah, in its current state, with the current games and the current problems and advantages and whatnot, do you guys think it's worth it? If you buy a Switch right now, you're going to, like you said, buy. if you want more memory, buy more memory. If you want the Pro Controller, buy a Pro Controller. If you want the Charger yeah. for the Joy-Cons, you're gonna get that if you want the charger. If you want all that stuff, but, but, but if you're gonna buy the Switch, you're basically gonna buy for one game right now. That's Zelda. Yeah, but, once you switch, right? Yeah, so. once you switch. Actually, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, mean, I messed up. Uh, <laughs> but um, but Kevin, could you repeat your question? No, yeah, no, I was saying like, is- like you have Zelda. Then um, Mario Kart. If you want to play Mario Kart, but I say you're someone who owned the Wii U, you already have Mario Kart. And I guess there's Splatoon, but like there's like really nothing else. If you buy right now, you buy you gain Zelda, and then you're gonna be sitting there for months. In its current state, with the games that are out now, not the ones that are coming out in December and whatnot. Uh, with the problems that are aren't fixed as of right now, do you guys think that uh, it is worth it? Are you guys happy with the way it launched? That's actually a tough question. Um, here's the thing: I'm happy that there are games coming out like in like the game. There are games coming out consistently, or like throughout. If the nothing year. gets delayed, it's like that's something. The yeah, no, like, there's not much of a wait. Like the because with the Switch, not the Switch, the Wii U, you waited six months for an actual game to release. Like that was kind of unacceptable, but like I, but although I'm very happy about like 
the future game lineup, I'm not very happy about the launch. It's like Zelda is a really good game. It's something I totally buy a Switch for, but not but not like five hundred dollars, right? It's not to me at least. Yeah, because if you're if you're just buying the console for one game, you're essentially buying like you're you're spend, you're essentially buying a three hundred and sixty dollar game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, there are people who do do that, right? Hardcore gamers, but I I doubt there are many casual consumers that you know just unless you're freaking rich and you have. A shit ton of money lying around and you don't know what to do with it i don't think there are many casual consumers that just go out to buy a switch and birth of the wild right usually if you want to buy it right now is with uh, a lot of you know tech and consoles and whatnot you're a hardcore fan right and i i'm not going to delve into what i think too much because essentially i think that joe you've said all there is to be said right but there is one thing I, yeah, I mean like of course i have a lot of like if i were to buy a switch at launch i have like my playstation 4 i have my pc like if i wanted to play yeah like a lot of games to pass the time but like i i bought the switch so i want to spend my time with the switch like effectively mm -hmm. it's like of course i could also buy games like bomberman and sniper clips if i want like if i want to play with friends but like it's like even then like those games are games i'd only really play with my friends it's like breath of the wild is the one game i play on my own and like i spend all of my time doing it's like i don't want to like i don't want to buy the switch just for some like that and two multiplayer experiences that might get old after like a month of play that should be when you be waiting for a long time for even new games to come out that are worthwhile yeah so like i'd say no here's the thing i'm saying the switch is worth i'm right now i'm saying the switch is worth your money but it's not worth it right now yeah yeah it's like i'm gonna wait like i'm gonna get a switch like i really want a switch but i'm gonna wait until what, december right like at least yeah like the fall or like september no no, no, no the fall like or like the winter time yeah. like december q3 q4 2017 definitely not now yeah and I, I want to discuss that actually because I think you, we, we we've all brought up a very interesting point, and it was brought up earlier actually, um, because I think we can all agree that right now it's it's a really big price tag to pay for one game as good as it is, right? Uh, and you know I, I've been talking with Bish and other people before we recorded this episode, and we we're like, you know, it makes so much more sense if they timed the release to be in December, because that's when th they'll be having a bunch of AAA titles released in a very short period of time, and it'll get the boost that it needs, right? And you brought it up earlier, um, and you said that... I think it's honestly down to shareholders. There was probably yeah, pressure I, I, from them. 100%. I think that they were really trying to jump off ship you know, from the Wii U ASAP, and they are just in a rush to get this out as soon as their first uh major that's the first party title it kind of hurt would be out. because it, it shows I, I do believe nintendo doesn't on purpose they don't bring out a shit quality console like that's just what i believe right i know that they know how to make a good console and know how to manufacture one well it was kind of it felt rushed like even the the way the console fell and like that's how you know the internals were all there like it's all future proof right but it's just it feels like like they were pressured or they were they were forced to 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 kind of do it quickly and get it out there and and sell right i i think that it's not even the it's not even a matter of thinking anymore or having suspicions. I think it's effectively what happened because logically, right? Why why would they um, not delay the launch and try to get a more solid uh, launch lineup, right? They have no reason to. The only reason that they would want to rush, and, and as we said before, the period from revealing the Nintendo Switch officially and it releasing is, is abnormally short for a mainline console, right? So... To me, it's probably the the investors, right, that are putting pressure and who are not satisfied with the uh, with the Wii U that forced them to do this. 
unfortunately. We, we're talking about investors and stuff, and I think it they kind of take a part into the future of the Switch. And that's what I want to talk about. I really want to discuss what, what do you guys think the future of the Nintendo Switch is, because this is a very interesting topic. I did speak to Kevin about it briefly. Um, personally, I wanted to bring out and say that the future of the Switch is is not dependent on its success, right? But it's more so, I, I want to bring it out in this way. I think when I'm talking about the future of the Switch, I'm talking about where it's going to go as a console. Is it going to be treated more as a home console? Is it going to be treated more as a portable? And I feel that it is all dependent on how developers, especially third-party developers, Nintendo can push it all they want in a certain direction, but if third-party developers want to get on board with the Switch and they want to develop games, you know, what types of games that they produce will generally affect what this console is going to be known for. And this is this is something I wanted to bring up. There is a, a Japanese developer at the moment that is developing a game for the Switch only to be played in portable mode. Like they people do say that, you know, if you plug if you put the switch inside the dock, it has more opportunity to to, to use its full potential, right? It will run at a higher clock speed, etc. because it's plugged in. You can do that on the switch without plugging in the dock. So it there is opportunities. If there are going to be Japanese developers that are going to be developing games for portable mode only, right? It will change the way the Switch is perceived. And more people will be like, okay, I'm just going to treat this as a portable console as opposed to a home console. I, I think it's unfair though. Like Even now, even one it's month... Un it's unfair, but at the same time, it depends on how the third-party developers decide to take this console it also depends on if those developers are used to developing on mobile or, devices or um home home console right exactly I, I can see what you mean fish right the third party library for the switch will undoubtedly affect it's it's for example it we, we will talk about the vita very shortly the vita is a somewhat dead console right but a lot of indie developers now especially now the vita's dead have kind of jumped on board and that's what the Vita is known for. The Vita is mainly kind of known for like Japanese games and indie titles only because those were the kind of games that were being developed when the Vita was dying and that kind of shaped the the way it's the kind of console it's become and it's affected its success. In the same way third party developers do hold a large sort of share in, in the success of the company. I do agree, but I disagree at the same okay, time. Okay, I want to hear why you disagree. Because, yes, third-party developers will certainly have a, a significant impact on the Switch's future, but as stupid as this sounds, the Switch itself, as a console, has a greater impact on its own future because of, because of its future, right? Uh, Reggie himself has stated that, you know, yes, the Switch is its own thing, it's not... It's a new hybrid console that we've never seen before, and it's not direct competition to the Xbox One and the PS4, right? But since, as you said, it does share lots of titles with these consoles, right? So, it realistically, it will compete with Xbox One, PS4, right? And because um, of the Xbox One and PS4 coming out before, right, having a greater amount of games, lots of multi-platform games, right? Uh, and because the Switch, yeah, with a lower price as well, um, my point is for, it's not a level playing field, unfortunately, from my point of view, if you compare the Switch to the Xbox One and PS4, simply due to the fact that if we look at third-party titles, right, lots of them, m most titles on the market are multi-platform, right? Um, exclusives are here and there, but 
they're rare, right? Multi-platform games are more common. Except the Switch, because of its hardware, because of inherent characteristics of in design of the Switch. Kevin, is that majority of people will not majority of developers and I can't speak for all the developers that are on board with with the Switch because we don't know how Nintendo has uh, kind of prepped them for the Switch. But for most developers, right, they stick to what they know. They're not. Most of them are not going to take risks, especially in these exactly. things like it's that. Exactly. Which is exactly so, what I'm trying to say here. But yeah. the thing is, right. I'm not going to take. If I was a developer, I'm not going to take much advantage of motion controls. I'm just going to take advantage of touch controls and probably make a rhythm game for the Switch, right? Or or like a new Project Diva game or or, or whatever, right? Because those are easier games to develop as opposed to, okay, I'm going to use this motion control and the whole, for how many bowls are in a box, right? No, I, I, I would feel like only Nintendo can do that incredibly well. But exactly, but what we're, we're both getting at here is that at the end of the day, right, because of the Switch's, you know, hardware, right, in fact, it's weaker and because of its hybrid nature, right, it cannot run all of the the multi-plat games that are available on other platforms and, and so third-party titles would need to be exclusive exactly they, they'd have to be exclusive right to the switch so if you're a developer right and you're developing for the switch most likely uh, unless you're porting over to the switch right most likely you will have to create a game for the switch right because the other consoles don't have that of course it's not something that that's new, right? We've seen that problem as well for the Wii, for the Wii U, right? It's just the fact that the Switch is different, and because of that, um, like I've said before, uh, with friends and with Abish uh, in early conversations, because of the nature of the Switch, multi-platforms basically become exclusives for the PS4 and Xbox One and PC, right? I mean, multi-platform just means more than one console. Yeah, I mean, every about... console but the Switch. Exactly, that's the problem, right? Because you're cutting yourself off from such a huge portion of the market. But that's because of hardware. Exactly, that's exactly my point. But let's 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 um, be hi uh, hypothetical here. What if the Switch had was on par with PS4 and Xbox One, but had these additional features? Do you think third-party developers would use? these features or would they say okay let's be a bit lazy the game is just going to be the same on all three consoles i don't think they would take advantage of yeah that. i would say they probably give the features because you know it's like yeah it's like why 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 develop using the features on one console when the other three platforms that don't have it? it's like no point spending this extra cash on this and no one the majority of players aren't going to use it oh here's the thing with like the thing with the wii u was that you had like the the, the two screen mechanic but like with the switch, like the screen is used for, is used for like on the go play. Yeah. It's like so. They won't have to work with too much, so that like that way it isn't as much trouble to to make the port. V very valid points, guys. But I think that just talking about you know would they hypothetically take advantage of these features if the switch was as powerful, is a moot point because yes, it would be unfortunate if they did not take advantage of the Switch's unique features. But at the end of the day, right, for a multi-platform game, you're not going to buy it because, oh, I want to use the motion controls on the Switch. Just the important part about multi having multi-platform games on the Switch is the options. The, the Switch is a... Un I'm not defending the Switch here. 
and neither am I defending Nintendo, but I do need to say this because it's a fair point. Okay. Nintendo has created a unique console, right? If they created something that was as powerful as PS4, Xbox One, then why would people buy the Nintendo Switch? There would be no reason because I could just buy a PS4 and Xbox exclusives, right? That would be the only reason. It's a bit confusing because by hardware, I thought you meant uh, like GPU, CPU, not like actual the controller. I, I assume that you meant the uh, just the capabilities of the, the chips and shit would go up. Not only the capabilities of, of the actual like CPU and all that, I'm also talking about controllers as well and an actual switch itself oh, well then then it would be I, I don't think a discussion needs to be made right the answer is quite obvious in that case i in the case of the switch having simply more powerful gpus and cpus and ram and whatnot i think that if hypothetically as you said if there were more multi-platform games on the switch yes it would suck that you can't take advantage of the switch's unique characteristics but at the end of the day right? Just the fact of having multi-platform games on your console is good because it gives you, what? It gives you options, right? Because if you want to play a multi-platform game, you can do so without having to buy a PS4 now, or Xbox this is, One. this is where it gets if you want to interesting play... as well. Like, I think there is a trend within consoles, right? That they're, they're becoming more like PCs and you, you're getting a PS4 Pro and Xbox One Scorpio and things like that. Do you think that there is an opportunity for Nintendo to integrate a external GPU or an external CPU into that dock? Because currently it doesn't have that. A lot of people were thinking it did. And, and create instead of creating a new console, they just create a new dock every couple of years. Hey, look, this is the upgraded dock. And you can play these multi-plat games. Why not? That could be a solution. It does sound cool. But then it throws away the whole handheld mode. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, that's something that... It's been thrown around a lot. I think it's a quite popular rumor, right? Before launch, I know that, oh yes, the, the boost that the Switch would get would be from an external uh, processing unit located in the dock, right? I think that that would have been really cool, right? Because it allows them to do so much, right? Because if you want to upgrade, you don't have to buy the entire, and I think, everything. And this is, this is where it makes me think Nintendo will do this, right? Because they've chosen specifically USB-C. Not USB-A or USB-B, USB-C. And USB-C has the options to, to do like HDMI output and, and whatever, that's fine. But it also has the option, like you can buy a computer with USB-C and you have Thunderbolt as well, and you can plug in an external GPU. You don't need to like, do you see what I mean? You don't need to have that there. Mm. Like we see laptops that take advantage of that. So why can't the Switch do the same? It's definitely interesting, but like at the same time, it would also—I feel like it'd also limit like the portability yeah, of the Switch. I have to agree there. Which kind of destroys this already destroys well the purposes of the Switch. Well, well, they could do like a Switch Pro. Bear in mind they they have this partnership with Nvidia, so we don't know what the hell's going to happen. Maybe Nvidia would would uh, facilitate something like that. They did do. If they did do a Switch Pro, then you gotta go back to how Nintendo's always a thinking. How every like the saves and stuff just saves on one system. <laughs> Can't bring over too much. or hope new system. Even they upgrade the handheld version of the Pro. Or what you can do is is put the they can they can put like GPUs inside. I know this is overkill, right? Put them inside the Joy Cons. Kind of like uh, Wii Motion Plus, right? Uh, I think Joy you're getting a bit too Joy -Con um, Plus. optimistic here, Bish. It's getting a little too far. Too, too hypothetical, in my opinion. I mean, f in terms of having a GPU or you know external components uh, in the dock, 
I mean, it sounds cool, right? Um, it'd be interesting. I don't think they would do it though for the mention for the reasons that uh, Joe and Jordan mentioned. You know, they do have to create their games in that case for the weakest link, which would be the hardware uh, on the the portable version on the console itself. Yeah, but don't they already do that with Nintendo DS, uh, Nintendo 3DS, and new 3DS? No, they don't because the thing is, most of the games that come out now are just Nintendo 3DS games that can be played on both, right? The the new, the exclusive new Nintendo 3DS games are quite limited, right? Because they don't want to cut off a part of the market. Why don't they just do the same sort of power boost with... Because uh... the power boost here is different, Bish. Because if they, if they do it just... Uh, if they do have a hardware upgrade for the uh, the Switch, I think that they're just going to upgrade the... The console, the tablet itself. Maybe they'll, in, they'll include an upgrade in the the dock as well, but they will at least have an upgrade in the tablet because if you don't, uh, the tablet itself will be lagging behind in terms of strength, right? And all future games will have to, you know, they'll have to account for that, right? Whereas the, the comparison to the PS4 Pro, I think, is a bit different because in that case, you're upgrading it, yes, but uh, the entire system is being upgraded, right? Whereas the Switch, it's divided into two parts, the dock and but the... But I, I, I'll be honest itself. with you, I don't see what's the issue with having, like, a modular console. Because they do kind of facilitate There, there isn't. There isn't. It's just that if they upgrade the dock, they will also need to upgrade the, the tablet itself. Yeah, yeah I know, so but I mean, why, why can't they integrate that kind of stuff into the Joy-Con? Or have, like, different attachments that you switch in and out? Because Joy-Con, Joy-Con does not actually connect to the... The tablet man. Yeah, the Joy-Con doesn't on. actually. Right. Well, I don't know why you do that to, you know to the Joy-Con anyway. B it's wireless. Bish, I I will say this though. You know what? It's a good idea, but. Well, no, no, wait, wait. A second. Oh, I, I okay. just say like, why would you like the Joy-Con just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you connect it to the control, like to the system if it's wireless? Like, why would you put a GPU in the, in a controller that you makes know, no sense? You know what, Joe? Thanks for ruining my ideas. I wanted to get hired by Nintendo, but now you crushed my dream. Oh, well, you know what? I'll be the one to get hired by Nintendo because I wanted to bring up. Is that a sign of defeat? It is. It is. Sure. You just crushed my dreams. Now Reggie will never notice me. But um, on the note of upgrades, though, Bish, I, I do think you know modular consoles. It's interesting concepts, but uh, I'm gonna go and go out on a limb and be hypothetical as well. Okay. And uh, we, we mentioned the shield dealer in this episode, yes. And the shield relies on Nvidia Cloud, I think. In in, uh, in certain ways to play PC games, right? So you think the Switch could do the same thing, considering you have the same? I don't same? think it will happen. I don't think it will happen. It's quite a stretch, but it would be very interesting if it did, right? Because then, you know, the whole issue with the Nintendo Switch being less powerful than the PS4 and whatnot, and it uh, being limited in that regard would practically be mitigated, right? If you could do computing on the, in the cloud. I heard that's what NVIDIA is going to be doing with the current... Um, no, with, with Nintendo games. They want to bring Nintendo to the Chinese market by through the, um, the NVIDIA Shield and have them stream like Wii and Wii U games through the NVIDIA Shield. That's what I hear. Those are rumors, but it is possible. So it makes me think maybe they might do that with Switch. Maybe there might be exclusive uh, for Switch. Styles for Switch, I wouldn't be surprised, but just uh, or it wouldn't shock me enormously. But for Wii and Wii U, honestly, I, just because they're motion controls, I don't think that you'd be able to replicate the same experience on a Shield, for example. Yeah, maybe. We've talked about everything Nintendo Switch from A to Z. 
you know, from the, you know, the rumors about it, the Wii and the Wii U that preceded it, to the reveal, the presentation, right? We've had a pretty all-encompassing global discussion, and I think the, the one question that everyone wants to know, and that we should ask ourselves here at the end of the day, is do you guys think the Switch will succeed? Do you guys have, are you guys hopeful for its future? I'm hopeful, but I I don't, I I have a feeling it'll be Wii U too, or Wii W. I have, like, right now it's selling well, there's a lot of hype around it, it's exciting, but um, with, uh, with in the future not many third-party support, the long wait between games, who, who knows if stuff this year will even get delayed or not, you know how games are. Um, it's a, a friend code, friend like codes, like online like system. That's not even in place. You have to use your phone unless you change that. It's weird. Uh, I have a feeling mm -hmm. that uh, right now it's in that hype mode, but I have a feeling it will die down and it could possibly just be like, whatever. It's a yeah. it's 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 it's, it's oh, Nintendo's console. That... Cool, new games out. Whatever. I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a Wii U. Two. It has a, has a chance of being a Wii U too. Might be like Pokemon Go. In the sense that the hype comes crashing down. No, 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 no. Pokemon Go was just was a colossal failure. Like it was, it's like the failure is a, colo even, a colossal failure that's made a lot of money. Let's remember yes, that. That's made a lot of money, admittedly. Right, but I don't think it's gonna be a Pokemon Go. That's kind of that's kind of putting it low. What What do you think, Joe? About its future? Um, honestly, I think it's like Nintendo's definitely trying something different. Like they've already got the marketing down. Mm. It's like the marketing for the Switch has been phenomenal. Um, it's like they're definitely like they're not trying like they're not confusing consumers this time. So I think like you'll in, in turn it'll generate more money, huh, okay. more sales. Fair enough. Um, and although I don't really I don't like the launch lineup, I do like that they have games planned for like the rest of this year. Mm. Like it's only like I think like two month waits between them. Yeah, yeah. Well, so for some yeah, of them, so like, for some of them, they all have yeah. uh, very varied um. Launch. Well, uh, the point times. is, there are some heavy hitters like coming out this year that are planned. It's like we don't know if they're going to mm. be delayed or not. Exactly. Like that's it's something up in I the air really... at the moment. I know, I know. That's that's like it's something I can't predict. Like it's like some. So it's like so I I can't guarantee that all of the games are are going to release this year. But I think that they have. The point is they planned. They're planning to release like all these games this year, and that's already a step up on what they did. And I just thought another thing, like you know, you know, like stuff gets, you know, Christmas time. Remember how last Christmas, how the Xbox One and PS4 went up three hundred to two fifty and stuff during Christmas time. Sure. Like it's like when it comes to Christmas and people are like who don't own those systems yet. It's like, do I want the Nintendo Switch? It has just Zelda and Mario, or so, or do I want to for three for three hundred? Or do I want to spend 250 get a PS4 or Xbox One that comes bundled with one or two games, plus their vast library of exclusives and multi-platform games? So like mm -hmm. they have to go up against that too. So like in the in the end, I I'm skeptical. Like I'm like it's more like I'm kind of like observing for now. Is I I think it's it's on a good path with it's like it's on a very bumpy path, but it's on like a it's a good but bumpy path. That's the way to describe. Yeah, for for me, I, I don't know how it will go. I think that the defining moment for the for the Switch will really be Q4 this year, right? Because it's a shitty start. I'm not gonna lie. The launch was could have been better, right? Because there's not much in the way of games that you can get. I mean, at it this was good month. enough to sell out we the sell out Switches and 
Then again, you have to keep in mind that th their the amount of switches that they had available at launch is a lot. Well, they were less limited, than... but you could tell that the demand, like, dude, on launch, it already like did erase sold most of what the Wii U sold in its entire lifetime. <laughs> I think that they made a risk, you know, banking on Zelda, and it has paid off for now, right? But it's just, I think that just, it's a matter of not losing steam until Q4, right? When the big, when the heavy hitters come, right? Then they'll have a respectable library of uh, a first, a first person, uh, not first person shooters, dear God, uh, first party titles. <laughs> I'd love to see that. They have to go against, They have to go but, up against stuff like Red Dead Redemption Two if it does. Does not get delayed and stuff like this. Oh yeah, they have the, they they have some big games in the other systems to go up against. It's like I the holidays. I'm gonna be we'll keep a close eye on these on the Switch as we get closer to the holidays because like for me like as somebody who's like who's a sort of like an enthusiast of sorts when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like I usually like seeing how how tech sells during the holidays and like I see I see the holidays as like a big obstacle that you have to go over if you want to succeed. Like if your if your console can sell during the holidays, then you've already then you have a good start going yeah, for it. Yeah, it's not only really an obstacle. I think it's an, it's opportunity, right? And what what well, I like will it's, say, it's, well, it's well, I obstacle. I mean, like it's like they, it's something they need to get past if they want. If they need to successfully pass in order mm, to yeah, definitely to start off the next year correctly. When it comes to fall, they also have like this. July, this June to go up against Microsoft and Sony with E3, Project Scorpio, and all the new PlayStation games and Xbox stuff. I'm not sure what uh, the Switch future, Switch's future holds, but I will say that it has a lot of potential. Whether or not Nintendo fucks up this potential remains to be seen. They're really, they're really good. They're really good at doing that. Yeah, they're very good. It's like a lot of their consoles had potential, right? I, I'm hoping it's going to be like the 3DS, where the launch was very rocky, but they managed to. Pulled around with you know the timely release of lots of first party titles at the same time. You know that's another coming big savior of Nintendo handsets was always Pokemon. They sell like hotcakes whenever they release yeah. that. So the Switch, the Switch doesn't have that as of right this second. <laughs> and that's a system seller like unlike any it's other. It's uncertain. Uh, do you guys plan on buying Nintendo Switch or if you no do you have it? Would you recommend it? We asked that already. Did we? I do not think so. Well, Joe, you, you Joe responded. did say. Did, Joe, Joe just said, said that, yeah, but I, I'm but not, not everyone buy else. It. I'm not gonna buy it. Even in the not even in the future, like after Q4. Probably, I I'll, I'm the kind of guy that I waited. Um, PS4 came out in 2012. I got my PS4 in 2015. I waited a solid three years. So I I'll probably wait three years for Switch. For the Switch, for me, it's like I know there's Zelda there, but be honest, I played all. I played Wind Waker. Played Ocarina. Played Majora's Mask. I played um. The link between words and 3ds i like zelda it's cool but i've never finished any of them because i play them for like 20 to 30 hours and the song i don't know why but every single time i get to like close to the end or something i just like eh, i'm done i've had my fill so for me breath of the wild is like, that looks awesome but i know after a while but like i'm done and mario odyssey i love all the 3d mario games so that looks cool but that's the only game i'm hyped for right now like splatoon i play splatoon one it was cool but not really but not, i don't really care for splatoon that much i don't really care for splatoon that much i'm raised the point because xenoblade 2 is uh, on your list i never played xenoblade before so like, well, i mean it it looks like it's going to be very different so like maybe you'll I mean, be able it look, to play it looks it interesting but it's like the original Xenoblade is that kind, Xenoblade is that kind of game. If I did buy the Switch, I would probably buy it. But it's not like I'm buying the Switch for it. <laughs> like right now, the only game that looks like oh, I would like to I would like a Switch right now to play is Mario Odyssey. 
It looks cool, but it's like realistically, I'll probably wait to maybe sometime next year see what's going on. Because right now, this year, it's like Mario Odyssey looks cool, and Xenoblade looks Xenoblade looks interesting. But that would be like if I had the system, I would buy it. But since I don't have it, uh, I, I can wait forever for that. <laughs> so the Switch for me, it's like oh, who knows? Maybe next year. If not, it'll be a year or two or three. Maybe who knows? <laughs> if I have, so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. For me, I might be a bit optimistic here. I I think I might buy Q4, depending on how, well, if the price drops, you know, they might not do it because, you know, it, it came out a few months ago and they want to capitalize on uh, on a higher price, right? But if the price is reasonable, right, and there are, you know, sufficient titles, you know, not just first party, but there are solid third-party titles on the Switch by December, then I'll get it. If not, then I've, I'll most likely, the next point will... I'll seriously consider getting a Switch will most likely be when Suda51's uh, No More Hero sequel comes out. Because that's what, what, yeah, it's one one game that I'm looking forward to, right? But like you said, Jordan. I actually haven't played the No More Heroes series before. It's oh, a great it's so game. Good. The thing is with No More Heroes, now I'm not sure whether it's going to be an exclusive because they re-released No More Heroes on PS3. So, yeah, so it, it makes me think, are they just going to release a PS4 version? Well, Bayonetta was originally on Xbox and playstation but they made Bayonetta 2 wii exclusive we don't that's the thing is it, it especially with no more heroes I'd, i i have a feeling that he's not suda is not really gonna lock himself down with nintendo is he probably like i bet you it's probably multi -plat. on the stage and announce it you know for the nintendo hype it'll most likely be like multi-plat or something yeah we'll see remains to be seen right but um guys it was a good discussion and uh with that, we have to say farewell, but first, before that, what do you guys think about the Nintendo Switch and what we said in this episode? If you guys want to share your thoughts, then we all have Twitter, quite active, some more than others, you know. We're busy, but we will try to respond. Anyone that's not Jordan who sends a message to Joe will get a response, essentially. Goddamn liar. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll make sure, like, I, I see the responses and I'll see, see the messages you send me and... Hmm. I'll respond accordingly. Joe Senpai will notice you. So what's your uh, your tag? Or your, not your tag. Jeez, I'm playing too tag, much. Tag, hashtag. Completely. What's one your handle? One, two, switch, master race. What is your uh, your handle? My my tag is, is um, at KiboGamer. K-I-B-O-U-G-A-M-E-R. I am at the Tempest Phoenix. Uh, the Tempest F-E-N-I-X. I'm at the Neo Taku. I'm at Get Life Podcast. That is my Twitter handle, and it won't change really. So, um, one thing I did want to mention before we end this episode: check out our sponsors, Loot Crate. Big thanks to them. You can go to www.lootcrate.com forward slash Get a Life for your Loot Crate. It'll, if you go to that link, it will bring you to Loot Gaming. If you use our forward slash Kunai link, it'll bring you to Loot Anime. Um, either one, it doesn't really matter. It, it all helps us in the end, right? And you can also check us out on our website, getlifepodcast.com. Yay! Yay! Yay. All right, see you guys.